following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We're asking if you know where the sailors hang out in this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, <laughs> Sketch, and with me, I have... Your favorite ass-kicking cat, Kuro. And... Editorial writer, Vlord GTZ. And... An editorial writer old enough to have played Shenmue, Laser Kid. God, you're such Gosh. an old man. I am an old man. I'm, I I have the Dreamcast game. I have an, a two on the Xbox. I can keep going. It's not, it's not that old. It's Dreamcast. It's I not know. Like, well, I mean, I was one like years old when it came like, out. I, sketch. It's old. I was in high school when it came out, so I'm old. Me, Lord, such a little baby. Yeah, that's true. I'm over a hundred years old, so all I know I'm... is on on that day, that black car yeah, almost ran over. Oh boy! Oh, well done, well done. I mean, that's I'm I'm actually delivering dialogue, hopefully in the style of, but you know. That was good. That was good. I liked. It. Well, that trailer didn't seem to have stilted dialogue. No, no. In fact, I can actually. I, I'm pretty sure that's not the same voice of Shanghua from the game. Pretty sure. I don't yeah. even remember the trailer. Uh, what stood out to me the most was the visual and the martial arts. I actually don't remember any of the dialogue from the trailer, if there was any. There was. Um, and I was very, as a Shenmue fan, I was very happy because it was the attract mode, which is not in the game at all, unless you sit and um, let the title go. And Shenhua tells you about the man who will come from across the sea. And I'm just like, oh, they did the thing! That's a nice touch. It is. Hmm. Yeah, so we finally got a animated trailer for Shinmu. Up to this point, all we had was some key art and a vague idea of when it was coming out and that the uh, creator was involved. So, now we have an actual trailer and yeah, it looks really good. It does look really good. Oh my god. They got the action down. Holy cow. Yeah, there's no shortage of action in that trailer. Like, the animation style is very crisp and clean, and it flows nicely when there's movement. So what, what more can you ask for, really? I I will say one thing. I liked the the, the, the animation of the um, fighting in the martial arts, but um, just from and, and it's hard to make an assessment off of one minute of of trailer and even less of that time is martial arts. But I didn't um I didn't think the flow of some of the fighting animation was as smooth as I would have expected for something in 2021 but I think that might be a style choice. I'm not mm. using this as a critique, it was just an observation. It 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 gave me an impression that they were um doing a throwback to you know kind of 90 style of of in, in early 2000s video game and anime action sequences but still with all of the technology and advances with 2021 because there was some sort of uh, abruptness um 
it, it wasn't as smooth with the transitions of movement, but you know, when they were doing the fighting, it uh, did as, sort as of remind me of how the game did things. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I think it was on purpose and I don't at all uh, see this as a, 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 uh, a bad thing. It was just a, um, an observation. And I think because, because there is so much excellent action animation out there, you kind of have to have, have everything stand out in its own way and be um, unique. So I think the way they did the coloring and the way they did the action in this is supposed to have some kind of late nineties, early two thousands throwback. Maybe. I don't know. With, with one minute, you can't really make a full Kachika or assessment of it, but this is just my observation. Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of agree with Kara on this, where, like, I think the animation wasn't kind of overly exemplified, which is kind of a good thing, though, since, like, Shenmue's kind of known for having this kind of, like, very complex combat. So having the com the actual martial arts be a lot more subtle kind of worked for the animation. So I think that's a nice touch, even though it doesn't necessarily... Uh, look as impressive as maybe some other action shows that we've mm -hmm. seen before. They did a good block. I I just I remember this vividly. He he did one block with the his forearm, a, a kick block, and I was like, that's an excellent block. I remember that learning that block. Also, ow, and I was like, okay, no though, that's a good block. So it was cool to see, you know, that they clearly have someone imitating some style of different different martial arts when they were doing the animation which i, I recognize would love some of the fights the from the scenes. game i'm gonna say that a lot today but i recognize some of those moves also god it's so weird seeing rio like not in like cg yes yeah, i was gonna yes. say it it's it's really weird to see these characters in 2d <laughs> yeah. myself... yeah, what's that like having played the video game now seeing this as a trailer for an anime series. Because I didn't play the video game. I mean, it's the same way I feel about, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog having a cartoon. Yeah, you've got the, the sprites or the CGI or just animation. It, it's interesting because it's different. Unlike Sonic, this is Shenmue. Like, it's always been CGI, so it's different. But it, it feels right. It feels like they've got the, few, the characters designed right. And... They're definitely paying homage to certain things. Like I said, they got the attract mode speech from Shang Hua in there. They've got the uh, the moves in there. My only hope is that this is like the the uh, Fena trailer where we're looking at all the serious dramatic moments because while Shenmue has those in spades, there are a lot of silly moments, both intentional and unintentional, and I really hope some of that ends up in the show. Like petting your kitten. Well, saving Aww. that poor kitten because it almost got ran over by a truck, and now we need to feed, go down to the the tomato mart and and get some f dried fish for it. And oh god, if that tomato mart song is not in the, in the show, I will riot. <laughs> it is catchy. When are they going to do the episode with the forklift? Oh, you, they, they that's actually the plot relevant. They have to. <laughs> That was like the biggest thing that I saw in comments is like, but there's no forklift. <laughs> they better. They, if they don't include the forklift, that will also be sad because that's actually plot relevant. And it's like the best mini game ever in the game. I swear. <laughs> yeah. But I legitimately, wonder... I'm, I'm impressed with what I see. I just I want more. 
Yeah. Well, there's, Where do there's you guys one think? thing for darn sure. It looks a lot better in animation motion than uh, the previous <laughs> season of a show that this director handled. Ah, One Punch Man season two. Oh God, is that uh, who, is yeah. that who's animating this? I didn't realize. Yeah, no, this is way better than that. Well, yeah, course, it's that was also really director. rushed. Yeah, he also yeah. directed several Naruto movies. Well, yeah, I mean, One Punch Man is more of a case like production for that was like crazy yeah. tight. And it looks like they're giving uh, Telecom like a good amount of time to actually animate Shenmue. So I mm-hmm. think it'll probably be fine. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we can certainly hope. I mean, so far it. it Looks good. I mean, it doesn't look Fena good, but it looks good. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm I mean, looking forward to the story. I think it'll be... I think they're going to try to follow. Because everything that I remember... I, I I remember watching some of my friends play it, and it was really story-oriented and and had that little bit of slice of life. So of course, you do those little random things. But but I, I think that it's got a lot of rich... Um, material for a story for animation. I'm wondering what their intention is for what part of the story they're going to cover. Obviously, the they're going to have games. To... I thought they said so, uh, all of one and part of two when it got announced, but I could be misremembering. That yeah, sounds right. Which makes me think, and I, I am, I'm beginning to get more convinced of this. This whole animation is all a massive, a massive uh, pre-trailer. For a new Shenmue game, please. God, I hope so. Please, I hope so. I like need a, something that's a not PlayStation three. Please. Five game that nobody's revealed, and we're all being primed. And then, in the last episode, they're going to be like, "Hey guys, we're doing this, and it'll be released in 2024. Stay tuned." I'm or all for a Shenmue like four as long as they actually put the budget and time behind it, because I I was happy they were going to do a three, and then three turned out to be a underproduced mess. But Laser, don't you want another? really bad gambling simulator with oh, only five seconds of plot no, no i don't <laughs> i was so excited for that game and then no no oh, i think it'll be like a redo of the entire story and it'll be like oh Shen- my gosh i don't yeah. know if i actually want that <laughs> i'd be okay with that i like i like remakes for i mean i love remakes and everything but shenmue is such a it, it, as a game it's such a a time piece I would love to see it continue to modernize, but if you try and redo it, I don't know that it'll have the same magic. It's also an know. unfinished story, so it wouldn't really yeah. make sense. I would really, I really want them to finish it. I really, yeah. really would love them to finish it. Plus, story. like, there's so little plot in three that even if people didn't want to play three, they could easily just go into four. Yeah, um, I'm honestly of the opinion that Shenmue three is just a uh, hey, look at me. I'm Shenmue. No, um, hey, um, backer. Hey, big companies. Look, it's Shenmue. We we made a new one. We can make another new one if you help us. So wait, then if they're only doing the first two seasons, does that mean that there's potential for another season? I mean, for the first two games, is that potential? Well, they're for another not even season? doing all of two. So yes, because if yeah. you cut off in the middle of two, that's gonna be interesting. I haven't finished two, but I played enough. You stop in the middle of two, it's gonna be sequel bait. Mm. Yeah, and plus, considering how little plots in three, you could easily put two and three into a second season. Oh yeah, three's plot is is hey, here's the thing. It was hey, nice here's Landy for like five seconds. Oh, now God. goodbye. 
<laughs> See you in 20 years for Shenmue 4. Mm, you're making me sad. I read somewhere that Suzuki said that even the existing games are only about 40% of the story. Uh, he said, um, if I recall correctly, we, we're in for like a Shenmue 7, 8, and 9 at this point. It's going to be a while. So this is like Kingdom Hearts, but now we'll have it in anime. It's like Kingdom Hearts, except for you wait 20 years for a sequel. Uh, wait, yes, that's like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom no, Hearts 20 has like, years. so many like, mid-quels, though, yes. so it doesn't really count. I, also, mm -hmm. 20 years, not 10. <laughs> it was. I felt like it was longer than 10. It was like 15, I thought. There's still like Birth by Sleep and like Birth Dream Drop. It's and... not the same. Uh, at the least same. you have well, that. Shenmue has nothing. <laughs> We have, we have, look, it's Ryo and Sega Racing. Yay. <laughs> I love Sega games. I'm excited I mean, I about too. this. This is going to be great. I, I, I think the, the, the prequel has a lot of like good story potential. I mean, not the prequel, the preview. It has a lot of good story potential. And I'm super excited to dig into this world as someone who, who just briefly delve into it via, uh, as a viewer, of other people playing the game. So this will be more or less a fresh take for me. And it looks like it'd be a really good fit for Toonami. It's got action and story. And those are like chef's kiss. That's all what Toonami's about. You got oh, yeah. good well, action. And if you want to advertise something, they do have that remake. Well, sort of remake of one and two out there on modern consoles. Oh yeah, they do. The, just an HD remaster. Yeah, but well, yeah. one is effectively a whole remake because one thing about the 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 code for uh, Shenmue One was literally like on a piece of paper somewhere and it's lost. They had to recode <laughs> it from scratch. Yeah, they also like give you like improved controls. So oh yeah, uh, it, it, I would not play Shenmue One on the Dreamcast unless you're someone like me who played it back in the day. Play the play the re-release. God, the Dreamcast version plays so weird. It 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 is a absolutely a timepiece. It has not aged well, much as it hurts me to admit it. But if you look at it for its time period, it's amazing. But otherwise, if you compare it to anything after, it's just like, oh, go play. Yeah, Yakuza. go play Yakuza. Yeah, Lisa and I <laughs> were talking about this last night, but it's really funny how we're getting a Shenmue anime of all things before a Yakuza anime. Like, eh, who would have thought that's possible? I actually I think zero it interest makes, in a Yakuza anime. It makes more sense to me on a plot set sense. As, as much as Yakuza is the better game. I actually would argue Shenmue is the better story. I, I, uh, I'm not so sure zero, about that. I'm not I saying Yakuza doesn't have a good story. It does. It does. If it came out with an anime, it would have to be like freaking amazing for me to be have any interest in watching it. But Shenmue, I have a lot of interest in watching. A lot. I'm very excited about it. Shenmue Woo! is a coming-of-age story, whereas Yakuza is more of a... Uh, redemption arc. They're, they're they're different stories. I I feel like Shenmue is probably as at least for Toonami a better fit. Okay, yeah, that's true. I can see them working, but I mean it could work. Either of them could work for sure. And I I say this to someone who has Yakuza Zero, One, and Two. Yakuza great. I mean, it's even a better, and it is absolutely straight up the better game. Uh, Shenmue, I definitely have more attachment to emotionally, though. Mm. I think that the the age group of Toonami viewers is um, 
varied enough that some of this will be some fresh material for a portion of them. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how they respond on Twitter as they're watching the story play out. And because because they won't necessarily know the characters or, you know, what some of the things that'll be familiar to the majority of the people on this podcast. So I am waiting for half of you guys to meet Tom, because that's going to be the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, I, I think that, that... And I don't mean Toonami Tom. <laughs> I, I was about to be... say, but we meet Tom every Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah. No, the, 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 great, the greatest hot dog vendor ever. Yeah, Excuse so... me, the greatest hot dog vendor ever is an IGPX, and he's voiced by Jason DeMarco. <laughs> well, you just haven't nice. met Tom yet, that's all. <laughs> but maybe Jason will voice Tom, you never know. Oh really, my gosh. That'd be really weird because he's black. Uh no, he's not gonna do that. No. No. Get Killer Mike. Okay, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. But uh he is uh he is a character. And I'll Put just say that. Run the jewels in anime dubs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do oh it. my gosh, yeah. Oof. But there's there's a lot. One of the things that comes with Shenmue is there's a really good secondary cast. It's not just Rio. And there there there's a lot of characters that are there and then they're gone, but they leave a mark in your brain. Hmm. Well, I am not at all versed in Shenmue, and I gotta say that I. I wasn't sure what to think of this project before we saw this trailer, but now I'm on board. Give it to me. Yeah, same. I mean, they, I the trailer sketches. definitely focused on the mirrors, and that makes me happy because that's sort of important. I echo Sketch's sentiment exactly. <laughs> Old man anime boomer like Shenmue. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but most of the uh, original productions that Toonami is involved with tend to involve old properties. You're not going to get an argument Jack, out of that. Coolie, Coolie, Blade Runner, Shenmue. Yeah, Fen is really breaking the mold here. Well, Fen is a whole you know, original thing, which is what I love about it. I gotta say, though, we've talked about this in the past, about why... Toonami thrives off of these so-called hidden gems. And they're kind of taking that and making a new spin on that concept by digging up something old and repurposing it. You know, I I really like that because that's that's like it's like classic Hollywood. It and it's it's a really good, it's a really good way to sort of um I mean, save money in one hit or in another way to, to promote older materials. I, I don't know, but it's just you have an existing rich content that people loved once upon a time and you can reintroduce it to a new audience in a fresh way. I love it. I'm digging it. Do more of that, Toonami. It's taking our hidden gem obsession here at the Toonami Faithful and putting your own spin on it. That's kind of the stuff that that we are are digging. So, you know, obviously original stuff like Fena is great too because we love Fena. But mm-hmm. this this is this is a this I hope that it lives up to what are now becoming as we speak further about this my growing expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it honestly seems like at some point Tsunami decided, well, we can't get 
so many shows that are like this, but we can make one. <laughs> well, it's also a good way want, to It's a good way to compete with the streaming services too, though, because like half the shows are just like, oh, I just go on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Eh, problem solved. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Fena, I have to tune in or watch the DVR recording. I have set form because I'm usually not available Saturday nights right now. But I, I catch it on Toonami through recording because I can't go and go, all right, I'll just go on Funimation and watch Fena. It's it's not there. Um, I mean, you can watch it on Crunchyroll, but it's subbed. Well, yes, and that's me being me. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Unless exactly. there was, if there was no dub, it might happen. But there is one, so I'm going to watch it where the dub is. And that's also nice for these productions. And it's nice to be like, oh, hey, here's something. For me, it's like, hey, here's something you used to love in a new form. And it's only on Toonami. <sighs> That's beautiful. Go to Nami Co. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. I love to see it. Got to have that programming you can't find anywhere else, at least in English. And speaking of that, uh, it should be noted that Shenmue we now know is sometime in 2022. Not surprising that it's vague, but I don't know. Maybe sooner than later. We'll see. Uzumaki, of course, got delayed till October of 2022, probably so it thematically airs in Halloween time. But uh, (laughs) we have another original series to talk about because we now have a confirmed date for Blade Runner Black Lotus. That is November 13th. And that was not on my prediction list. No, sir. No, sirree. That does not line (laughs) up with anything. (laughs) <laughs> they got me you want to just ruin all your fantasy schedule sketch they absolutely do at uh, midnight which is a good time slot yes it will be at midnight it's supposed to be a one hour premiere two episodes like they did with Fena. uh demarco has said that that is what is going to happen so i'm uh, willing to believe it and we got another trailer for Blade Runner Black Lotus. There was a previous one that was very nice. It showed off the animation very well. But there was a lot of people complaining about the tone not really feeling like Blade Runner. Well, they have greatly rectified this in their new trailer, which is much, much more Blade Runner-esque. And I'd say it's a very good trailer. Yeah, they even did like a replicant test in the middle. Yeah, they did. It was like, oh, oh, they're doing the thing. They're doing the thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so hyped for this show. Like, I was kind of worried initially because it's like, oh, CG. And so the digital arts uh, track record with CG shows has not been great. But you can really see. Well, no, not not CG shows on Tanami. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sola Digital Arts is the, the they studio. They did the uh, yeah, Ultraman yeah, anime you, and Ghost in the Shell 2045. I'm, I'm following. But, like, you can really Which tell... I like the storyline, too. I'm just going to yeah. that out. <laughs> but you can really tell how much they've improved with this show. Like, mm-hmm. the effects are so good. The actual, like, models of the characters look amazing. And it really is capturing that feel of Blade Runner. I thought even the first trailer was really good. Even there was a lot of action... Uh, to be fair, Blade Runner does have quite a bit of action. You know, people uh, yeah. 
don't. It's uh, just Harrison Ford getting his ass kicked for several hours. <laughs> yeah, the best. The second one also has a really long fight scene. So mm-hmm. like, it's not foreign to Blade Runner, and I, I just oh. think this is just such a cool interpretation of Blade Runner. I'm really like interested to see. Uh, kind of what it ends up doing, what it shows about kind of that middle period between the first Blade Runner and the second one. Uh, yeah, so th- I, I'm I'm extremely hyped. They yeah, did such really a better job, Sketch. You nailed it. Like, I one of the things that irritated me about the first uh, trailer was that they kept doing the blackouts between the scenes, and it mm. really took away from it, it's a stylistic choice for a trailer but it's one that's become really popular in hollywood and i don't like it at all especially if you're in the middle of an action sequence and you're doing it in a trailer it just it really broke up the it broke it up too much and i just wasn't feeling any of the blade runner vibe it didn't mean i didn't like what i was seeing as a as a show it just i just thought the trailer was poorly put together as a tra- as tra- far as trailers go this one's much better um it still does the obnoxious blackout stuff which i don't like but it's much more toned down and it had as as a v lord said a much more classic blade runner feel and i i think it's going to do with with what i've seen i feel that bridge between the two films a lot better it's got those muted bronzish colors which is very much part of that futuristic los angeles you know the the lights the cars um of course, the test scene, it's it's got a really good classic Blade Runner feel. And uh, the animation looks fine to me. I've, I never, I have no problem with the animation style. Like, you know, like I said earlier with the other one, it, you have to be a little bit unique because there's so many uh, styles of, of different CGI and, and traditional animation and digital animation out there. And they do such a, an excellent job. So you don't want to fall into the same trap of being like everybody else. So... You know, this is it's it's that that CGI style, but like I think I think it'll be fine. I I like I like something different, but something, you know, what it still has something familiar, something I recognize. So um, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm much more excited now than when I was with the first trailer, because of the trailer that said not because the story. The story I always was excited about, but the trailer itself is clearly much better, <laughs> much better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you can definitely tell they're clearly taking advantage of the fact that they're using CG, which I feel like a lot of CG anime tend to not do. Um, So that that's one thing I'm very happy mm-hmm. about. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, and they mentioned it, too. Like, that's the reason they went with CG back in, like, the uh, SDCC panel for it. Like, because to recapture the actual feel of Blade Runner with the lighting and the effects, mm-hmm. uh, it's not as easy with 2D animation. And to really do like a full series on it, it makes more sense to do that CG and give it its own feel and take. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like they've got the uh, feel nailed at this point. I was also a little worried on that first trailer, but uh, looks a lot cooler now. Yeah, the first trailer I still felt like was very Blade Runner-ish, but this one, way more so. And excellent use of a calm truth track. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love it. This is Indeed. the kind of thing that might appeal to the Blade Runner universe fans, too. I think, like, the other one is appealing to Toonami fans and anime fans. But this this I could show to someone who loved Blade Runner and say, 
would you be curious about seeing this? And I might, I, th- I feel like I'd get more of a, more of an interest, you know, just, just based off the trailer. If have they, if they never heard about any of their, the other materials and they never knew about this, this coming. Okay. In it's some time case, to get my know. dad to go watch the Blade Runner anime now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your blend. <laughs> It'll be a challenge. He's reticent to watch anything. I try and show him. Yeah. Is he a big Blade Runner fan though? Yes. Um, that might, the only reason I've seen Blade Runner is because of my dad. My dad is a huge fan of that film. And did oh, he okay. like? Uh, did the, he like the sec this the sequel? Twenty forty nine. I don't know if he's seen it. I know I haven't yet. Oh, laser! You have to change that. Twenty forty nine. It's, it's on my so want good. to see list. I just it's I'm good. bad about movies. Anime and keep up with games. I keep up with movies. I'm really bad about. Honestly, movies laser. are a commitment. <laughs> Even laser, when you're like you watching them at home. Like it's I, in my opinion. 249 is even better than the original film. That is high praise. It's a very good movie. Yes, I highly recommend that you see it. Not going to be wholly necessary to enjoy this series because it takes place between them, but... Yeah, that's one of the reasons I didn't volunteer myself for the Blade Runner, so I'm like, I've seen one of them many, many, many times. The other one I haven't. uh... If you have not seen the original or the new one, listeners, do not think that means you will not enjoy this no at the at the end of the day it's 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 cyberpunk Mm -hmm. it's a revenge story you know there's there's all kinds of things that could appeal to you even if you've never seen anything blade runner before or and better than anything it's got a female protagonist and that's can't go wrong with that. Freaking part of it to me (laughs) yeah and like honestly most of the cast is like pretty different the only real character from previous Blade Runner iterations is uh, Neander Wallace from the second film. So, like, I, I don't think it'll be that intimidating for newcomers to get into this. Oh, yeah. Cause... And it's it's set, it's set definitely set itself to be its own thing. It's part of the, the world, the story, but it's not like, oh, well, you've got to watch the first one first. And then you got to watch the second one before watching Snow. This is its own little thing that if you watch it in, co- in, in context, it'll probably... It's a callback to things. It's not Kingdom Hearts. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kingdom you got the flow chart for Which that. we have nothing bad to say about oh, here. I mean, I'm, I'm faithful I'm ever. Sora oh, in Smash, y'all. Sora, Sora is Smash. in Smash. Sora is in Smash. Heck yeah, I'm just making sure we're all on the same page here. Everything. Not, I mean, not going to lie. When the music... less complicated numbering system. When the music cue kicked in <laughs> with Simple and Clean, I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm like... That, overcome that, with emotion. I got all teary I, I ain't gonna lie. Too. I was like, I'm not even a big fan surprised. of Kingdom Hearts. I was like, well, this is really cool. It hits it you so in the well. feels. It hits you in the feels. And that song, like that song good. is not fair. It's yeah. not no, fair. No, it's not fair at all. Mario shaking hands with Sora and throwing oh, the keyblade. You know, I, I, oh I always dreamed there would be. Stop, guys! You're gonna make me cry. I, I always dreamed there'd be a Nintendo Kingdom Hearts game. that would be like have a world for for Sora to meet Mario because it would fit. It would fit so you well. Know, I've been seeing people ask for Sora for years. Oh yeah, years. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they got the not... uh, the Kingdom Hearts scenario writer to uh, write the scenario for Brawl back in the day, so. Yeah. yeah, and Sakurai said he was like was the top requested character on the Smash Four. Like, uh, I'm not survey. even surprised to hear that. It, it's freaking Sora. Uh, yeah. 
Gosh. Apparently, the model Which of the story you, is the we way, all love Kingdom Hearts in here. That being said, please don't make into an anime. Whoever's listening, just do not make Kingdom Hearts into an anime. I, don't do that. Don't I, do that. There was Seriously. a manga that was pretty no, no. good. Uh-oh. Don't Uh-oh. talk. We're not going to discuss it because it's better not freaking happen. Mm, pretty sure there's at least rumors of a Shush, Kingdom Hearts Shush, animated series for no, Disney Plus. No, don't ruin it for me. I don't want to hear it. No. I, I'm actually the opposite opinion. I would love to have an anime for it. No. As long as it's good, of course. If it's bad, then then the monkey paw curses us, and I don't want that. But Kingdom Hearts anime with Mickey, voiced by Danny DeVito. Oh my God, no! Run. No. So anyway, stop. I started blasting. Give me PTSD. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I hope Charles Martinet gets to voice Wario or at least Waluigi, but Danny <laughs> DeVito, Danny DeVito should probably be Wario in that yes. movie. Oh my god, <laughs> that movie! I I'm gonna see it for the train wreck alone. Freaking Charlie Day is Luigi. Charlie Day is Luigi gives me life. <laughs> hey man, I saw the actual Mario movie in theaters, so it can't be worse than that. So did I? Oh my God, why would you? Because I was 12 and I didn't know any yeah, better. Yeah, because we were children. And... We, we were said Mario, the movie? Yeah! Oh no, why? You see, on paper, what they did with the Super Mario Brothers movie almost sounds like what they did with the 1990s Ninja Turtles movie. Only one went incredibly right and the other went so, so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say I like that movie for being so weird, but it's so not Mario. That's, that's challenging when you're a child of something. You, there's a film that comes out of something you already love and you, you you feel like you're supposed to like it. But there's a part of you that won't acknowledge that you didn't really like it. You know, like that's And then that's there's the Street Fighter movie, which I actually like, even though it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> what did it, they it, do to Blanca, man? Oh, jeez. Yeah. They yeah. massacred my boy. They did massacre Blanca, but I still love the movie because it is perfect 90s ham. And the Double Dragon movie. Oh, God. Now, now, now we're not being fair. <laughs> at least it's not Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, I saw that in theaters with my roommate at the time, and we were the only ones in the theater. We got to uh, MST3K the heck out of it, so I love my experience with that movie, but it's a bad that's movie. That's my show. That's the movie that, like, if it's on TV and I just want to have something to do while I'm drinking, I put it on. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Oh, I, be- I believe you. I, so I absolutely believe you. Better ways to spend your time. But, if you but, could like, sit there in a theater and literally mock trash. it, though. That was fun. You don't. You, there are times where you just want to watch trash. I have those moments, like once a week, where I just want to watch trash. But Kuro, evolution is worse than trash. Evolution is the trash is... beneath the trash. Evolution is that movie you watch because you want to point and laugh at something. I just, I just, I, I'm sorry. I like, I like really cheesy, crappy sci-fi live-action crap. I mean, I Dude. do too. Um, but you can do better than Dragon Ball Evolution for that. And this is this was really crazy. Then when they try to be really good, I'm like, okay, now now I got stuff to say. Now I got crit- critique. But if you're like already crap, I'm like this is great. This is all horrible, and I'm loving it. <laughs> Give me another margarita. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Drag yeah. a ball with a side of tequila. Thank you. <laughs> oh no. Mm. Well, mm. the one good thing or about the Revolution is that it, it, it got Akira Toriyama fired up, and that's how we got Battle of Gods. Oh, uh, that's a good point. 
Well, back to back to Black Lotus. I will say another thing. There, there are two things that I am really excited about for specifically Black Lotus. And this is one one part coming out of the Blade Runner universe. Um, this is centered around the female replicant being the protagonist because the original film was about the, uh, um, without giving anything away, it was about the cop who was, who his job was to pursue replicants. And so this one is from the replicant perspective. So even if you, you haven't seen the newer movie and you've only seen the classic, it's, it's like, okay, so what would it be like if you were a replicant and how would this feel? And second, Will Yun Lee, oh my gosh, he's just so freaking sexy, I can't handle it. If you don't know who that is, he's voicing a character named Joseph, and he's done some really cool stuff, and he's really hot, and so I'm really excited to hear his sexy voice on the show. Guys are all silent, but ladies, you know what I'm saying. You just know what I'm saying. <laughs> he does have a nice voice. That he does. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why I'm here, right? I'm your token yeah. lady in here. <laughs> we, we need we need one because we're a bunch of dudes. It's true. I like the design of the main girl. I was like, yeah, this, this is a good design. That that little bandage she got on her nose, I, I like the touch. It's it's a nice touch. She, she's like small, but like explosive. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like she's going to kick a whole lot of ass. So excited. So excited. I'm excited about both these shows, you know, like, like, Toonami is just doing such a phenomenal job with, I, I, I want to give the shout out to them of balancing, like, they're acquiring things they know people are going to like, like Food Wars and My Hero Academia, Black Clover, uh, you know, that's Toonami traditional. And then they're doing, making this effort to have kind of original stuff like Fennan, Black Lotus and Shenmue, like, like they're really, they're really moving, you know, as they're, they're moving, they're, they're keeping up. And I think they're doing things to keep old fans happy and new fans happy. So I, and I'm not saying this just cause like I'm a Toonami fan and I feel like the need to suck up to them in general. No, like I, I feel genuinely excited to watch the shows that are on it, to, to see the block. You guys are doing great. Keep at it. I appreciate it. As a one fan, I speak for myself. I appreciate it. I'm actually right there with you. They've been doing a lot of really smart things lately, and I've really enjoyed that they've done that. It's it's nice to see Toonami do interesting, unique things that are not just the thing that's been popular over on Funimation or Crunchyroll. I agree. I you know, at the end of the day, there's lots of content platforms out there. And a lot of them have the same stuff that you can get various places. When Toonami brings something new to the table, regardless of anything else, really, it's content that might never have been made otherwise. So I'm happy that they're doing that because they are producing content. And, uh, you know, they they will take care to make sure that it's good content. <laughs> yeah. Let's, not lie there's a lot of shovelware anime out there oh my oh. gosh <laughs> thank you for that yeah oh yeah every season <laughs> hey it's look bad. it's another show that's exactly the same as the last one that was like that 
Uh, I like Isekai, and there are way too many Isekai. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I think I'm watching two of them right now that are very, very similar that I like, but then there's, like, 12 more of them, and I'm just like, why? It'd be great if, like, 60%... I'm sorry, that's being generous. I'm just going to say 60 because I don't watch it. It would be great if 60% of them weren't trash, though. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I agree like with I'll you. I'll see, like, one out of the five that I might watch be be really great, and the rest of them are just like, all right, this is just, this is like, this is like my D-ball evolution. You know, I'm watching this to have something to drink here. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking <laughs> you know of I'm evolution, right, there's this show this season called Fruit of Evolution that has taken the whole this woman is a gorilla to the next level. Oh, no. Oh, thank you for telling me and warning me so I know not to watch it. No, no, you, you might misunderstand. There yeah. is a gorilla that becomes a waifu. What? Okay, now you have my attention. <laughs> oh god, that show. Okay, I know what you're talking about. So we're gonna add it now. to the list to, to to upset poor CJ now. Gorilla girlfriend. It's happening, folks. Oh, no. Gorilla girlfriend. <laughs> gorilla wife, actually. In the first episode, this gorilla is like, you human, you impress me with your fighting prowess. I will marry you. <laughs> okay. And she's a gorilla at that point. <laughs> God. But at some Poor point, Jane. she's gonna look like a human. And I'm like, well, this is happening. Gosh, Jane is turning over in her grave. Poor lady. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, which Jane? Multiple. Worked, the National Geographic one that worked with the gorillas. Yeah, that's Me the one I thought. Jane. <laughs> you associate with gorillas and that's Jane Goodall well I mean there is the fictional character of Jane yeah but that's that's Tarzan's Jane yeah oh yeah, yeah I guess that's kind of a gorilla thing yeah okay yeah but she's not real <laughs> that's true that's true but yeah that that is that is a thing that is currently airing uh, See, there's something <laughs> for everybody in anime oh there certainly is well, okay. Let's maybe not go quite that far. We're getting there, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Anime, it's a thing. Mm, Hooray. It, it sure is. It is a thing that perpetuates <laughs> but itself. But it's a thing that I love, so I'm coming back for more. Yeah, yeah. We we all do. November will be, I, the more I think about this, and even though it wasn't within your prediction sketch, which I gotta say, like, my, kind of, we're, we've been really 50-50 here with predictions with this stuff anyway, so I'm not surprised, <laughs> but November's kind of perfect, it's fall, you're looking for something kind of dark and rainy to match your mood, and, and we're just heading into winter, I feel like Blade Runner's gonna just, just slot right in there, and 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 pick up like right with the whole mood of everything. I was just thinking November sixth, <laughs> but yeah, November was. Uh, they said it was going to be fall, and November still counts. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm just perplexed because they still haven't released the October 23rd schedule, and we have no idea what's going to be on it other than presumably the, the the last episode of Fena. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be interesting. 
as of this recording, we don't know. However, yeah. if we do, you will know when we know. Especially yeah. the host. Maybe I'll insert something right now. We got a schedule update, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, once again your host, Sketch, here. And this time I'm joined by Kuro and CJ. Not by choice. He's oh. holding us hostage. Save us, please. Well, it's just no fun if I'm reading these by myself. So I chose this because I choose you, Pikachu. I'm just. I wanted. I, I'm. I wanted the listeners to know that we are hostages right now. Me and Curl are hostages. I'm a willing hostage. <laughs> Chitana is not here. We're just gonna wait until the uh, Stockholm syndrome kicks in, and <laughs> the Stockholm syndrome kicked in a long time ago, folks. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> for these two anyway. <laughs> and for me, far, far sooner. <laughs> uh yeah. So little schedule update, because we finally got it. We finally have the October twenty-third schedule and the October thirtieth schedule. If you were expecting a marathon the day before Halloween, you were right. We are getting a Fena Season 1 Marathon from 10.30 to 5 a.m. That's odd because it's a 12-episode show, and I suppose that might mean there could be something extra thrown in there, but the episodes also run a bit long, so... And I already mentioned this on the Fenacast, but... <laughs> if you didn't listen, here you go. We might get a little something extra, like maybe that Blade Runner short that Watanabe did. That's a good way to kill 14 minutes if they can play it. They should be able to. It's a Warner Media owned thing. It's on Crunchyroll. And you always I, have such great ideas, Sketch. I, I wish more people too. would listen to them. <laughs> I can't take credit for that one. I forget where I did read it, but I was like, oh, that that's a really good idea. They should totally do that. <laughs> Just stick it right in there. Uh, they also have that extra hour for daylight savings time coming up i wonder what they're gonna do with that i wouldn't be surprised if it's just all the rick and morty anime shorts for an hour well thanks for the update jesus yeah i'd rather forget <laughs> yeah, i like those things yeah At least oh i thought she was commenting about the the lose or gaining an hours and like the darkness oh, stuff i i no, think she, that too it, yeah that's definitely i i don't like daylight savings but um, the marathon is great. I think it's well-timed. And also, um, it's, it's, they should be uh, promoting their original content and replaying it. You never know. Someone might have missed an episode. And, and mm -hmm. anyways, it's got really good rewatch quality, I think. I, I've rewatched every episode. So I definitely recommend watching the marathon. It'll be fun, especially if you've nothing else to do on your Saturday night, which, let's face it, that It'll happens to fun. everybody. It happens to everybody. I have I mean, no idea what you're talking about, Curl. <laughs> you get done with your adult Halloween party shenanigans. You get home. You just want to chill out. Why not watch a full season of Fena? Or you could do what I did once and turn on Toonami at the party you're at. <laughs> hey, I, that's always a good friends. choice. I am not even kidding. I actually did that. And all of a sudden I saw Helsing Ultimate. I'm like, God damn it. I don't like Helsing Ultimate. <laughs> no. But was it popular at the myself. party? Hmm? You played yourself. <laughs> I did. I absolutely did. And the but, best part of it was 
people who were at the party were like, this is actually badass. Thank you for putting it on. Like, God damn it. I'm well, turning people into weebs, but the wrong kind of weebs. The wrong, there's no wrong... Okay, there is a wrong kind of weeb. But <laughs> people who enjoy Helsing because it's badass are not the wrong kind of weeb. Probably. <laughs> there's a bit of a caveat there, I suppose. But it's funny that I could say that. I did that. Me. All me. <laughs> okay, so what about October 23rd? Hmm. Well, they had a little bit of a problem where they might have had shows ending if they did a regular lineup and other shenanigans occurs. But what, what do you do when you have a hole to fill? You fill it with more Batman. That's what you do. And so, Toonami will be playing both parts of Batman The Long Halloween, which is a couple of movies that were actually released just this last summer in June and July. So that's that's big that Warner Media is like, here, you can play these brand new Batman movies. Because <laughs> up to this point, uh, the, the Wonder Woman movie was pretty new when they played it. But this is like just barely a few months i love to see it i'm all for it and it's funny because i was talking to duelist about what they might do and he's like well why don't they play that batman long halloween i mean it's halloween like yeah but that's really new i don't think they'd do that well points to duelist he dreamed bigger than i True. And it's just, it's nice, too, because I recall hearing how, like, oh, wow, Tanami doesn't air movies, yada, yada. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? We, we've had three DC fandoms, and now we're even getting more. Like, I, I don't understand why people think that we're not getting movies when we're now getting two weekends of movies. Yeah, that's definitely not true anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, you're lying. Stop it's, lying. It, it's just the darndest thing. People are like, why won't Tanami play movies? Toonami plays several movies. Why is Toonami playing so many movies? It's the vicious cycle. It really, it really is. Look, I just can't relate to people who only would like the shows that are on the regular lineup of Toonami and wouldn't, at least in some capacity, appreciate these DC animated films because they're good. They're cool. They're well done. They're interesting. If if you're an animation fan, why wouldn't you want this? But I guess there's some people that would just rather watch Yashihime. Well, maybe. But I also, like, <laughs> from looking at the trailer for at least a long Halloween, it looks really cool. I like yeah. it. I yeah, like it a ton. Looks like a pretty compelling Batman story. I haven't actually seen it, so... I will probably watch it on Toonami to see it for the first time. And I am all for that. Thanks for the birthday present. <laughs> that is actually on my birthday. Neat. What? Neat. I like it. Can't complain. I do feel like this is a little bit of a bummer for My Hero Academia in particular. Because there's just two episodes left of that season. And they're like... I'm pretty sure they're in the middle of... Well, they're in the middle of My Villain Academia, but more specifically, they're in the middle of Shigaraki's, like, big backstory two-parter. 
Yeah, that, that we at least got uh, his family backstory part. Yeah, we we got that in the most recent week of Toonami, and now you're not going to see My Hero Academia on Toonami for at least three weeks. It's that's a little rough, but Sketch. I, I think they'll make up for that by playing the last two episodes on November sixth. Because that makes room for Blade Runner on November 13th. And it all works out perfectly. Sketch. I'm going to have to deal with not only three weeks of none of my favorite show. But like forever of my favorite show of Black Clover. I think my hero fans can last three weeks. The Black Clover fans are laughing to the bank that it got to finish before this schedule shenanigans began. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm crying. Yeah. I know. But. It's not all bad, buddy. You got okay. to watch the whole thing on Toonami. I know. It's not bad. I'm down bad. That's what it is. Down bad, man. Just down down bad. Bat Batman? I would be okay with that. Because I think the Bat... Like, I really enjoyed the Batman stuff that they brought. I remember last year's DC fandom. And I actually really, really enjoyed. Especially because um, one, vo- uh, one of the voices for Alfred for that anthology one... Uh, was uh, uh, the, a character from NCIS, uh, David McCollum. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I actually know that guy. That's cool. I yeah. like it. Oh, like, it was, it's like how I geeked out when Dana Schneider was technically on Toonami with Ballmasters. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yes. Dana Schneider on Toonami, baby. He was even in a promo. Like, oh, Love it. I did. Love it. Yeah, uh, uh, it was... Also in this podcast, pretty sure before this part will be punched in, that I mentioned that Jensen Ackles is playing the Red Hood in uh, Under the Red Hood. And interestingly enough, he is also voicing Batman in The Long Halloween. So the week after we get him as the Red Hood, we get him as Batman. And you've seen the Red Hood, right? Yes, it's really good. I was gonna say, like, I, I've been hearing like rumblings that it's that's something you want to see if you're a Toonami fan who hasn't seen it yet. Mm, absolutely, it's a very good movie. I'll all right, so lot. since we're getting all these Batman movies, can we get other DC heroes? Maybe. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, we did get Wonder Woman, and we, we did. did we did get that Justice League movie as well. Yes, I'm just saying, like. I, I love Batman, but I definitely wouldn't mind some other heroes, too. It has been pretty Batman-heavy so far. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, you know, that's kind of a problem with DC in general. They're always pushing Batman more than anything else. So, I guess it kind of just bleeds into that. But, yes, I would very much like them to play... Just play all of them, doggone it. Just play all of them. Yes. You don't have Family Guy anymore? Play a DC animated movie before Toonami every week. Just do it. I or... love, love Batman movies, and I love Batman in general. He's my favorite superhero, aside from, like, all the X-Men. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I have no reason to complain when they show Batman movies. And I always say I like it when Toonami shows movies. I mean, they don't yes. need to make it every... every uh, saturday kind of thing but once in a while like i've Mm -hmm. I've been pretty happy with the movies they've shown so yeah they've been great they've been absolutely fantastic i love it Mm -hmm. i just retrospectively it's just funny to me it was like oh what's tanami gonna do my hero academia is gonna end in october too and tanami's like are you sure about that (laughs) 
I'm it makes me think of that joke. It makes me think of the of a joke where you're like, oh, what are they gonna do? My Hero Academia is gonna end, and like I could see like Jason DeMarco quote tweeting and being like, "Tell me you don't work in television without saying you don't work in television." <laughs> Uh, the thing that kills me is people are like, all these stall tactics, clearly they don't have anything. Like, really? You, you That's re- definitely you, not the case. You that really is... think that? <laughs> well, I mean, like, at least for an example, what you're saying, Sketch. Come on. The, la- or the Halloween one that we're getting, right? That mm-hmm. just came out this year in June and July. Yeah. How is that nothing? <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, that's a huge get. What do you mean? That's a huge get. I mean, you can asterisk it all you want with it being tied into DC fandom, and I think that's only a, a one-week event. So if that's the case, they're playing one movie directly after it ends, and another movie a week later. Well, right. two movies. So and like, do you? I'll ask you this: sure, Are yeah. you upset? Are you upset that they're like pushing My Hero Academia's episode Are further? Upset? Are you upset? Uh. Chicken or beef sketch? <laughs> I'm a, a little annoyed on behalf of My Hero Academia fans who have been watching it on Toonami and not just, like, bailed to go to Funimation already. <laughs> but They're the true heroes. The Giga Chads. They are. They are indeed. But honestly, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> You're the dog in the freaking fire room. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You know, it... <laughs> For a moment, it looked like they had, like, clustered up so many issues with their scheduling that it was like, well, what are they going to do? It was like, well, we can just play another movie. How about that? There you go. Just what? And it doesn't necessarily stop at DC movies. What's to say they won't stop and try to get anime movies? I hope so. I'd love to right? see some anime movies. Right, but I'm just saying. Please, like... play Redline. Please. <laughs> Uh, but it's just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that they're going to, but we now, like, I think we can kind of demolish this, oh, we're never going to get movies again. Oh, that's absolutely not You know true. what I mean? So, literally, I think anything can be on the table if you really want it to be. Definitely. Right? I, I think there's, especially with Jason's new position, like, I would imagine uh... there's a lot of creative potential there for future films, what we get. So, I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not going to have your regular lineup for the rest of October, but you'll live. It's fine. If you don't like Batman, take a couple weeks off. But please, do watch Fenno. <laughs> Last two episodes before those Batman movies. And then a Fenno marathon to close out the month, which is quite all right by me. And then, who knows what will happen. There's lots of possibilities. But... I strongly suspect that they will double up the last two episodes of My Hero, both as kind of a, hey, we know we took My Hero off for a little while, so here's two episodes. And also because that's the end. That's the end of the season. And they kind of have to clear some slate clean so they have the appropriate space for Blade Runner Black Lotus to have an hour premiere on November 13th. So it all works out. And what are they going to replace Black Clover with? Well... Who knows? Hopefully not just Fenner reruns. I have a better idea. IGPX reruns. <laughs> it's still reruns. And I know. That oh, that's the other thing. They uh they're playing Naruto Shippuden book ending at nine PM for an hour 
and it repeats at 4 a.m. And then they have Samurai Jack after that in the 5 a.m. hour. So other than American Dad and Rick and Morty each having an hour at 10 and 11, it's like all action animation on Saturday. Neat. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm for it. But it's a little uninspired that they're just repeating that Naruto hour. Give us IGPX. Give us Ghost in the Shell. By golly, they just put Cowboy Bebop back on the website. I guess they still have it. Play it. <laughs> give they me, heard you, Sketch. Give me my late they night Bebop. You. Look, I've, I've already tweeted this out, but like, seriously, give me all the Fooly Cooly seasons, Cowboy Bebop, Ghost in the Shell, and IGPX. Solid two-hour block. I'm for it. Let's do it. And at least most episodes of IGPX are appropriate to air before Cartoon Network. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason that they have Samurai Jack there. But it is a little disheartening that they're like, hmm, well, I guess Samurai Jack reruns will do better than Final Space. <laughs> and Naruto Shippuden, for that matter. But it's wild that Naruto Shippuden's back at 9pm. Just did not see that one coming. I still have no complaints. I could watch Naruto all the time. And I was thinking there would be five episodes of Naruto a night for a couple of weeks, but at least all through October, that won't be the case because Naruto Shippuden will not be on Toonami. Eh, interesting. Kind of ironic that Naruto Shippuden is the only regular Toonami program that will be on Saturday other than Fena. But not in Toonami. We will we will see what the future holds, but there's still several potential openings. My Hero will end. Food Wars season will end. Black Clover already ended. CJ cries in a corner. I'm already <laughs> crying. <laughs> Why you gotta keep reminding me? <laughs> so, should be interesting in November. I think they're gonna be a, a big push in November, and I'm looking forward to seeing what else they have rolling other than obviously Blade Runner Black Lotus, which will be a big deal for them. Looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I hope that they don't do the thing they always do and wait until like five days before to tell us. Yeah. Because wait, this was five a... days? I was they... going to say like two days. Or yeah. like 24 hours. Jeez. Nah, like, come on. They Give can't... us a heads up. They can't do that. Uh, I was getting a little concerned because obviously they needed to do something because Black Clover ended, so they needed to double a show up or start a new show or something. So if they had started a new show on October 23rd or they were going to, it would be really not great for them not to say anything by now. But since it's just another movie night, I guess it's fine. Plus we also got the uh, Halloween marathon. So... Now we await when they tell us what's happening in November, other than, for sure, the one-hour premiere of Blade Runner, Black Lotus. We have no idea beyond that. And they probably will wait until two weeks before, or even one week before, before they say anything. Unfortunately, because why promote ahead of time when you cannot do that? Because they have us. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically it, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, if they 
you know, when they start a new show, there's really been only one case when they started a new show and they didn't promote it at least two weeks in advance. So, and that was Fire Force for the record. <laughs> that was a, that was a real late, oh, we got this. <laughs> We're going to put it on next week. There's not going to be a promo for various reasons. But you'll get a promo eventually. So, I don't think they'll make a habit of that. But there's just been so many times when it feels like they've been caught with their pants down. And I'm like, uh, come on, guys. You've been at this for nine years. <laughs> Maybe it's not necessarily caught with their pants down, but more the other side isn't necessarily as uh, con conducive to teamwork, let's say. Well... That's certainly a possibility, but I... And probably the correct answer, too. You gotta... No, Kato is the correct answer. Oh, stop it. The right answer, rather. Hey, that's a show. They could play that. I liked it, for the most part. Uh, yeah. I do wish that they would give us a bit more of a heads up, because I don't like when it's a week away and my DVR is still not sure what the schedule's gonna be. Yep, same here. Because then I miss episodes of My Hero Academia and other things. That happened to me too. I don't like it. Shouldn't be that way. I realize these things can be complicated and, you know, contracts be contracts. and. But my DVR needs to know the answers and that's a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, at least two weeks in advance. Come on. Yeah. It's all I ask. I'm not asking for a month or two. We'll give you so much free promotion, guys. We'll, we promise. Just give us a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish. <laughs> I wish they would give us that info early. I think the only time they did that was for Kill la Kill. Did they even do it for that? Well, I remember that you guys found out, and you're like, crap, we have to hold on to this, and we can't say anything until afterwards. Hmm. Maybe. That was... I feel like I read about that before I knew about it, so... I don't know. I just remember you guys had know. to hide it from an interview kind of thing, because it like was oh, released then. You sure you're not thinking about Lupin, Part 5? No, no. I knew about that one, but I... I... That one I don't really count as much because of, it's a Richard Epcar leak. None of those count. <laughs> Richard Epcar leaks don't count. But What's I do recall... leak that they're going to come back for part six? That would be the leak. But no, I just Please. recall, um, like, for Kill a Kill on an interview with Jason, he accidentally kind of, like, left it, and he was like, could you guys not until, like, we're ready to? And you're like, sure. And then literally when they announced it, you guys debuted the episode. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that happened. But, yeah, they sure don't do that kind of thing anymore. <laughs> Mum's the word from them. Like, we could literally interview them the day a news item comes out, and they won't talk about it. <laughs> Not until we mention that we know. So, there you go. I think, actually, the last time we interviewed Jason, there was some news. Yeah. The Dr. Stone Season 2. Yeah, Dr. Stone Season 2. It's like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that was today. I forgot. Oh. 
these things are planned so far in advance. It's like, well, if they're planned so far in advance, maybe you could let us know sooner. Yeah. Nope. Contracts, dude. Yeah, I know. Companies can be. You know who to talk to about that. Funimation. <laughs> Perhaps. So, that's your schedule update. Which made this podcast even longer than it already was. You're welcome. <laughs> I told you, I was a hostage here. You, you, you shut up, you eat the cookies. Oh, I do like cookies. Give me the cookie! Okay, now I'm hungry. I still have birthday cake. I'll do that for my cookie. Hey yo. Oh, birthday cake. What, you put it in the freezer? It is a Oreo ice cream cake. Oh, well, then of course it's in the freezer. <laughs> Would not keep otherwise. Says you. I put it in dry ice, baby. <laughs> well, that's inventive. <laughs> a bit excessive and unnecessary, but... That's me in a nutshell sketch. Go off. <laughs> King, finish it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> finish your cake. Finish your cake. And we now return you to the rest of this podcast. Well done. Fascinating. Wasn't it, though? Uh, well done. I'm not sure if well there was done. even a thing there, but there might have been. Yes, perhaps, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to start on November 13th. It's supposed to be an hour premiere. Between now and then, uh, multiple series will be having their season finales. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> And that Surely is when my dream of Tiger and Bunny on Toonami will come true. Oh, please. But they won't have please, the logos. Please. They will have the logos because they will make it happen. It's on Hulu. It can it can be done. Look, if Sora can be in Smash <laughs> and still have the Mickey <laughs> on the keychain, but not be allowed to have Donald and Goofy. You know, this analogy is falling apart. But if no, Sora I, I can be in Smash and have at least one reference to Disney, yes. then we can have the logos on the Tiger and Bunny outfits. Yes, exactly. we can. I guess we can dream. We we can dream. It, it, yeah. it, I, I believe. Also, stop being so stingy, Disney. God, you have more money than God. Stop. <laughs> right? They really do. They really do. Grow up and share the wealth. Oh, Go fun yeah. non-cloud versions of Kingdom Hearts for Switch. Oh, for okay. pity's sake, that is... <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> is it, though? Is it really? <laughs> You're right. It's still nothing, because it's nothing. It's just in the cloud. Man <laughs> yells at cloud. It, it makes us... That, that one makes us sense, because, like... You've got Kingdom Hearts running on the cloud PS3. version, so does this let you play as cloud? Oh my god. <laughs> you can get those <laughs> games running on the PlayStation 3. You can get them running on the Switch. Kingdom Hearts 3, there. I sort now of I'm, understand. I, you're bringing up feelings about cloud, about Final Fantasy Part 2 that I don't need to be feeling right now. I'm already I'm already upset enough, Sketch. Alright, alright. Right. I mean, I'm holding back my, my, my distaste for Final Fantasy 7 when we're talking about cloud, so I don't know what to tell you. Hush, <laughs> you. Say what? nothing. Say nothing. Uh -oh. I will. I will uh -oh. destroy you. Gossip G for Final Fantasy Seven. Uh oh. I'm I'm a six fanboy. Let's just put it that way. Well, six is a very good game, but my, get on my, my level because four out. is the best. Four is good. That's like my third favorite. My six and nine and four are probably my top three. 
Okay, okay, enough. If we're talking about favorites, nine is by far the most superior ever of Good all. I, I respect that choice. Depending on the day, I'll tell you six or nine. I it's like the only thing I've actually bought art for, and you know, V Lord, that I love to drop so it's my money on that AX art. Yes, you, know you how might I love say to... that. Yeah, you might say that it's uh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> I'm still Goodness. waiting for that Pixel Remaster of Six. I've I bought the whole set, um, and I am I am on pins and needles. Can you imagine if there was a Toonami fan? I'm just trying to picture a Toonami fan that's never played a Final Fantasy game, and I'm struggling. How it's got to be somebody, and somebody might be listening right now and be like, "But what that's would you, me. if you were out there? Tweet at us, not <laughs> not for shame purposes." This is for genuine scientific research. We're very curious. If you are a Toonami faithful listener and you've never, ever played a Final Fantasy game, we'd love to know who you are. You don't have to get personal deals and 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 why. So tweet at us and please, please do that. We'll, we might even bring it up our next podcast. The Toonami Talkback. I'm the guy that doesn't like that doesn't never, play Final wait, Fantasy. It's we, me. Ne- we have no intention of shaming anybody that is not for that purpose. It is all for good fun. I promise. I promise. Okay. But it kind of sounds like you're shaming them. No, no. I'm genuinely <laughs> curious. No, no. I have never, never. I would never. You guys know me. I don't do that. I really want to know why someone would have never played a Final Fantasy. There's 14 of them. Where it's what happened? <laughs> soon to be sixteen, although yeah. two of them were MMOs. Oh boy! And then there's whatever Final Fantasy Origin is. Oh God! We're <laughs> Chaos! Chaos must be destroyed. They call them spinoffs, but I'm like, no, no, this is just a different Final Fantasy. You just want to give it a different name. It's Final Fantasy Isekai Edition. It's supposedly like a remake of one sort of kind of. Like bravely default. Kind of. Like, Bravely Default isn't Final Fantasy, but, like, it's definitely a Final Fantasy style. Well, sort of like how Traveler. Chrono Trigger is Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest crossed over, but they don't call it that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's made by the same so people. Good. Heck yeah, it is. Hot take, though. I love my Chrono Cross. But not the mobile version. Don't do it. <laughs> Or I'm surprisingly version. happy with the Steam, Steam version. It came out horrible, but they 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 got it working. They got it working. Oh, okay. Steam is making some updates. They're they're doing their part. They're they're helping. Yeah, the Steam version of Chrono Trigger is, is quite good. It's not the DS version, but what is? Yeah, the one I have is the DS version. I, have, I have Chrono Trigger on like everything you can think of. So yeah. Okay, now you're making me want to play it. You yeah. should. If you like Final Fantasy and you haven't played Chrono Trigger, now's my turn to tell I you how. It. Forget Final Fantasy. Play Chrono Trigger. Play Chrono Trigger. Yeah, come I on. I played it. I just haven't played it in like five years. Oh, okay, okay. Then okay. it's time to play it again. It is yeah. like there's there's like I have like a a, a pause between games. I will replay the, game the same. It has multiple game. endings. It's supposed <laughs> to be replayed. Yes. <laughs> no, I cheated and I saved and then like replayed until so I could get all the different endings. All right, we've already been talking about video games long enough, so I could say <laughs> I am still waiting on my pre-order for Metroid Dread that was supposed to be here on Friday. Oh, it God, is you were in for a oh, treat. Tuesday. You were in for such in a treat. Personal. I have got, I'm like uh, seven hours into it at this point, and I love it. I don't understand what's happening. It was supposed to be here on Friday, and then they said, oh, it won't be here until Saturday. Uh, now it won't be here till Monday. Uh, now it's it won't be to, here till It's time Tuesday. to fire your, your mail carrier. They need to get that Metroid there for now. 
I don't I know. Very... I've never heard of on track before, but they sure ain't UPS. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> I, not. Oof. I've been buried deep in uh, director's cut of Ghosts of Tsushima, and I gotta say, I'm so obsessed with killing Mongols that I actually accidentally wrote it on my to do list when, <laughs> when I was when I was writing my to do list. For I'll my make an awkward conversation. I was I was watching my partner play Ghost of Tsushima and I was like unconsciously writing it and I wrote down Kill Mongols. So that's how much I love this game. <laughs> yes, you haven't played it. It's amazing to me. I hear it's quite good. I've just been playing the new Multi Blood. Oh God, I hear that's so good. Oh, it is. And Sabers in it, which is high. what you mean. The anime fans also play video games. What is this? Yeah, we're, uh, we're officially ripping off Toonami Escape podcast with all this video game talk. <laughs> oh, like gosh. every episode of their podcast, they're like, what you guys been doing? Oh, I've been playing this game and this game and this game. <laughs> Which I, I like. I like those guys a lot. I think they have a great yes. podcast. Oh, yeah. They yes, cover they every premiere episode on Toonami any given week. So props to them for keeping that up. Agreed. That's it Amen. That is that is dedication. There's right been there. several episodes this year where they're like, "Ugh, I don't want to talk about the block." <laughs> I struggle just to watch Fena every week. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's, that's most of what Gosh. I'm watching. I mean, I don't watch Dragon Ball, but we you all knew that before. I mean, yeah, I might. watch Dragon Ball without Toonami though, because I own it. Yeah, no, I don't watch it. Behind on Yoshihime. I'm a little behind on my hero. I think I'll just wait to watch the second. I'm head on hero because I just watched the finale. I am the only true Toonami fan here, apparently, because I, when I don't watch it, I record everything except for Dragon Ball, and I'm technically I'm watching almost everything, just almost none of it on actual Toonami because I'm a horrible person who uses streaming services. Help. Shame. No, I don't. I don't use streaming services except for Netflix because uh, I bought a house and I have no money left. Mm. I, I, I've been on the Funimation annual plan for like, oh God, it's almost 10 years now. Help. Uh, oh my gosh. I was an early adopter. Um, but yeah, you were. I, I, I got it like right before I got my Wii U. Jeez. That mm, that must have been around the time that I had Crunchyroll the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I it's it's been something I just pay for yearly. It's like it's it's, it's like oh I buy I buy a video game. Yeah, instead of video game this month, I'm buying anime for a year. Yeah, it's I, good value. Here here's the thing, and I will tell this it to to you know it, it the same thing goes for people who are listening too. I feel like if you have a Crunchymation subscription, there's so much on there mm -hmm. that I feel like you could very easily occupy your time watching different anime without encroaching on pretty obvious tsunami territory. Like I managed to go without seeing um, Black Clover. Like I, when it first came out, I, I watched a couple and then left it. And then I was like, I had this feeling, you know, it was going to come on and it came on. I was like, I don't need to watch it on Crunchymation. I have like a 50... 50 point you know backlog of other things i want to see so why not just watch it on toonami so i feel like out of loyalty to toonami i can refrain from using my crunchimation when i have it you are nicer than me <laughs> yeah uh, i was a head on hero i started watching your academia when it was actually you guys have no new. loyalty zero loyalty 
Percy. Um, like here, Academia is something where when it showed up on Toonami, I'm like, wait, this is on Toonami now? Awesome! And then I just continue to watch it on Funimation. <laughs> but I was, but I'm happy it's there. With a lot of that stuff, I'm happy it's on Fun on. I'm happy it's on Toonami because more people can see. Because there's still a lot of people who cables their thing, and that's how you see it. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that's a wider reach, and it is. Like, also, it's curation because even if you have your Crunchymations, there's so much stuff You're there. I'm, yeah, I'm totally stealing there's that too one. much stuff there. Bet- Sometimes it's it can be very helpful for Toonami to be like, hey, this is the show you should watch. Oh, yeah. Because we say so. The, the problem no I arguments. typically have is by the time they pick something, I've already started it. But yeah, there have been cases Tokyo where I'm Ghoul, I'm in. Uh, Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul is one I actually did watch on Toonami because oh, while I had fun Oh, you missed it on game night when we just kept trashing oh, Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> uh, and see, I was in on that because I hated season two. He's sad. Oh I love trashing Tokyo Cool. Oh, you did miss so that. We we had way too much fun with that. Oh. It was a very fun fun time. But see, oh. that's a good example of of where I was actually happy that Toonami got it because yeah, I knew about it, but I didn't really. It, Funimation didn't make. I wasn't happy. I was quite annoyed. I oh. was as well. I was really disappointed. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I, I was disappointed when I got to this season two. Not- that's when I was I will, disappointed. I will say again, it's not. Just because it replaced One Piece. No, oh, I God. still, I <laughs> still say Sketch, the most memorable thing that sticks in my head that you said was like, don't let the door hit your ghoulie butt on the way out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said I that. that. Oh, God. When it ended, oh, no. I remember that still, and I That's still amazing. laugh about it. This made me think of Grab by the Ghoulies, the underrated oh, rare gosh. game. Oh, my gosh. We're going all over the place tonight. This is what happens Guys, when you go to the door. Foolish ass on the way out. This is us. <laughs> this is look. I it. to this day I can't like. Whenever somebody's at like a coffee shop in an anime, I was like, oh, I wonder if they have any body parts in that. Oh my god! <laughs> why? why would you cool? sketch? Why? why? <laughs> that's that's kind of amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I ever want to depress myself, I just look at the library on Funimation. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. 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 Okay. Well, I check out pretty much every simulcast of season except for like some of the idol shows. <laughs> I try that, but I generally don't have the patience for it. I don't have the time for it. Understandable. Celia is definitely the girl who can tell you about the idol shows. So I, I fully think like anyone who's listening, if you're thinking, all right, well, I can't watch these shows. What should I watch with my Crunchymation? Please ask any of us. We all have more opinions than we need, and we're happy to share them. Watch if you have Crunchymation, I have one show to recommend, and that's that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Just watch it, please. Please also show Toonami. Please rescue this. Show. This needs to be on Toonami. Yeah, but if it gets on Toonami, you're not going to watch it there. Well, I mean, the problem with exactly. me trying to they say something should go on Toonami is if I already know about it, I probably have already seen it. The things that I always want for Toonami are the things I have no idea about, and so I don't know what to ask for. Yeah, that could go two ways, because I really wanted them to play Dimension W. I got what I wanted, I guess. I mean, I was. Ha- that's how I first saw it, so I was happy with that. Hey, Dimension. I also w- wanted to play Iron Blooded Orphans. Monkey's paw. Mm, 
that's how I saw that one too. And you'll notice my different reaction that time. <laughs> some, you know, there's yeah. some that I haven't that I never got around to finishing. Like like for example, when Toonami started showing Shippuden, um, I remember watching this. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I remember when it was on Disney XD and then they stopped airing it. And I was like, Well crap, where am I gonna watch this show now? And Neon I Alley. Access. No, but I really, I really had no access to the show other than that. So, and then they aired it on Toonami, and I was like, "This is excellent." And of course, it started becoming more available. And it was like, "This is where I, I can now know every week I can watch it here." So, so there's there's some benefit to this kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Know? Um, Shippuden's a case where if I could, uh, if I hadn't fall behind, I'd probably still be watching it. But I fell behind years ago, and I there's no easy way for me to catch up. I can't imagine watching that show week to week. It's still pretty long, though. It's like 500 episodes. It's 500 episodes, and it will not be over until 2024. What's your point? I don't understand the problem here. (laughs) Mm. You you see, some people are like, why don't they double up shipping? And it's like, why would they do that? Really, why would they do that? The point of this is to have it for so many years and just be able to keep airing it. That is the point. If they speed it up, they just burn through material faster. Yeah, it's 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 a reliable anchor for them. There, there are people who go Naruto, and they and they got you. They got That's you. Me. They I'm got you people. so much. They got you so much. Now Naruto shipping is gonna be at 9 p.m. on Saturday nights before Toonami. Yeah. Wow. 9 p.m. Naruto. That is Cartoon Network circa 2008. Yes, I'm it loving is. it. I have 109 episodes on my DVR, and it's awesome. This is great. Uh, my next vacation, I, I, I know exactly what I will be doing. I know exactly what I'm <laughs> I, going to be doing. I half right. wish I'd never fell behind, because then I'd still be watching it. But then I'd still be watching it and going week to week, going, ah! I mean, Laser, I hate to be that guy. Read the manga. And I'm usually Read the manga. Guy. Yes, no, you actually did manage to convince me a while ago to just go to the manga. I just haven't. I mean, it is a good manga it. for the most part. <laughs> Until like the last battle, that's what it kind of goes down the bucket. Hush, Ooh. you hush, <laughs> hush, hush, hush. I don't want to know. Don't say anything. Don't give it away. Again, I really should have a podcast episode where I talk about how much I used to really like Naruto. Like you know, a it's whole funny. lot. I went that? from hating it to liking it to being kind of okay with it, and that's kind of where I'm at. I used to be an obsessive Naruto fan. Then by the end, it was just kind of mid. Mid is about where it is for me. Did you you keep following? Like, do you read Boruto too, V-Lord, or what? Yeah, I read Boruto. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be that weird guy that actually liked the Boruto anime. I do too. I liked it more than I ever liked Naruto. Help. No, I that that part is weird. I mm. like them for different reasons. They oh, I like them for the different reasons category. too. It's just Boruto made me happier than Naruto ever did because I'm weird. Hmm. But I'm the guy that would would did actually watch One Piece even though I'd already seen it but when it was on time because I'm like I want more One Piece and then it left anyway. One Piece blog. One Piece still is sailing on on Twitter for those who are interested and can stream it on your platforms. Yeah, they're in Dressrosa oh, now. God, I I'm so happy that One Piece has, has had that dub super sped up, and it's been amazing this year. I I I'm so in love. It's been a good year to be a One Piece fan. Heck yes. And- and this is this is referring to the group of Toonami viewers who continued to watch it after it stopped playing on Toonami. They picked up where it left off, 
And when they reached the end of where they could get, they started watching from the beginning. So for any One Piece fans out there, even if you've seen it, I think you might enjoy watching it along with some Toonami fans. They do it, I think they're airy. They do it every Saturday night. So One Piece sales on. They have been doing that for over five years. Yes, they have. I was keeping up with it for two and a half. And then... um, and then I, I got promoted and I didn't have time. But I still watch One Piece. <laughs> yeah, well, ask V-Lord. V-Lord, I was bouncing off walls when that dub came back, right? Oh, yes, yes, you were. I, I, I was, you might as well put me in a padded cell. <laughs> we can do that anyway, if you want. <laughs> it might be a good idea. Someone had time. to make that joke. <laughs> half Somebody the time, did. it might be a good idea. Glad I'm it wasn't really me. excited about something. That would be too expected. <laughs> Oh my god! We like to be unexpected. Oh my god! It's a dragon! Oh my god! What's going on? Oh my god! And that's as much as you're gonna get out of me. We won't be able to contain Laser once the dub gets to Wano. Um, if they start, if they catch up and they start, but will you Wano? I will die a happy man. Catch! You finally did a pun. I was wondering when you were gonna do one. Jeez. Yeah. Well. You were like really letting me down tonight. I need the pun. He was charging up his power. Yeah. It had to be the right time. This is only you're 35% on... of my true power. You are? No, you're. that was like 20% of, of sketch fun power. It's true. That was a, that was a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> low-hanging devil fruit. No, that was good. That was good. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I saw the... I think it was Toei. No, it was some some one piece related twitter is like which devil fruit power do you want flame frame fruit was one of them I was like obviously that one come on yeah. <laughs> gum yeah. gum over flame flame no sir no flame flame would be way more fun i'm, flame I'm with you on that way more useful you can fly you can you, you you're logia i mean come on it's, it's crazy it's free heater yeah the flame 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 yeah, flame it definitely. has so many practical uses it's like why, why wouldn't you? Like, I'm obsessed with fire, as I've said numerous times on this podcast, so I'm pretty... I mean, pretty if I was going to go with a, a, a Devil Fruit that would be, like, what I'm obsessed with, then I'm just going to turn into Anaru. Because I love no, that. No, Flame is my low-hanging Devil Fruit. You're welcome. But, Having electric powers would be very useful. Oh, yes. Especially if you're not a horrible person like Anaru. And you can also create fire with electricity. Yeah, so, you right. can. I just yeah. think electricity is Until cool. there's somebody who ate the gum gum fruit. And, and then, then they're, they they just like, ha ha, your electricity, that's funny. Ha, rubber ha, doesn't work uh, on me, bro. That face, uh, that face when he realizes is one oh, of my that favorite face. things. So oh, my legendary God. face. Oh, man. It's like, I'm an electric man. You can't possibly hurt me. I'm made of rubber. Oh, oh no. No, oh, no, shit. no, 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 no. I'm going to go watch that arc now. Seriously. Uh, oh, Skypea is, is fun. It's, it, it is both my least favorite arc, and yet the fact that that's my least favorite One Piece arc, One Piece arc just tells you how good One Piece is. My best friend's kids are watching Skypea right now. Oh, perfect. Skypea is one of the ones where I love the beginning and I love the end. It's the middle I don't like. I love the middle, though, because I love the whole parts where it's not focused on the straw hats and, like, they're I, I mean, I lo- going through the Skypea lore. It's not the content that's bad. It's just... I love the Skypea lore. Oh, my gosh. I love it. You know what makes it fun is that you, you get to the um the beginning where they, they decide to go to Skypea, where they have the, the water scene, where they have the big shadows in the background. I'm Mark like, down. what is that? I need to know what that is. 
that's where you get that whole like connection. Okay, this is the Shas from Skypea, and here are who these ancient peoples come from. Yay! Yeah, and as well, oh, no, that flashback is like a side story. story. It keeps oh, getting referenced good. in later arcs. Like, oh, it does. There's still really significance. I, I do love that. I do love that. When I say it's my least favorite, that's not to say I don't like it because I love it. Least favorite? I would. Skypea, least favorite. Yeah, Fishman Island's easily my least favorite. Yeah, it's it's only just barely ahead of it. So mine's the one where they get um, Sanji because I actually don't remember any of that. It was like on the water. It was like on the water. Look, look, the the fight against like Pearl is not high quality stuff, but but like the whole thing with. Sanji deciding to join the crew. It's, it's really good. And the flash. Sanji joining. All of the, the, the pre Alabasta stuff into just its Wait. own full arc anyway. Don't get me wrong. He's, Getting Sanji was great. I'm saying the whole fight on the water with the ships was like, I, I it was just so I mean, boring. I remember having it got, on. Like, you got Mihawk. Yeah, Mihawk and Zora. And hey, Luffy and Don Krieg is fun. It yeah, is. A, it's yeah. a good fight. I mean, Luffy's <laughs> like. I'm going to punch you, even though it's going to make me bleed a whole lot. I'm Luffy. I don't care. I'm going to punch you anyway. Yeah. I'm like a like, net I, out of my hands. Sorry. Mm. All right, you're not changing my mind on this. I'll have to watch okay. it again, though. That's I'll okay. watch it again. I, I like Fisherman Island most, more than most people, so everyone's different. I will say the fight with Don Krieg is less memorable than, say, Arlong or Buggy. Oh, well, well, yes. yes be, our, that Arlong, the Arlong arc is what sold me on One Piece, so... I can't even remember some of this stuff. Shit. I gotta think back. <laughs> Nami's village. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was kind of lame. I'm sorry, but... Let me defend myself. <laughs> I have a huge problem with betrayal sequences, especially if they're fake, because it's like, for me personally, the whole sense of loyalty is like penultimate. Loyalty is really like high up there in the things that are important qualities in people and in characters. And when someone goes back on loyalty, it's kind of like, well, you're worthless to me. And they made this whole story about it. And I just, I just was so angry, so busy being angry and annoyed. And like, we know this is going to come back and she's going to be fine. So why did we have to go through this? That I just couldn't she appreciate was, it. She was trying to protect it's, all of them from having to deal with Arlong, though. It was she just was actually really quite obnoxious. Loyal. Except for the fight with the shark, that was awesome. The fu- I mean, the, the if you're worried about the loyalty great. thing, she would be quite loyal in her own little way. She's like, uh, I don't want you to deal with Arlong, so bye. No, no, I'm not taking away from the Arlong actual action. That was the fight was amazing. It was the storyline that was kind of felt. Yeah, up. that's that's where I'm I'm disagreeing with you because I think Nami. Doing what she did wasn't out of disloyalty. Reasons. It was actually. Sketch, I feel. I feel like we need to have a one piece discussion. Oh God! I would. Nami I would love serves that. Nami, and that's who she serves. And that's. I that. very much disagree with that. <laughs> Although they sometimes kind of go back on that, but generally exactly. speaking, she—that's not what she's like. She likes to, but they like to crawl back into that for jokes. Which actually annoys me because yeah. they, it's been proven she's not like that, but then they'll just kind of fall back on that as a joke. No. And then she does things that are her taking care of herself. Oh, I mean, you got to take, you need some self care routines when you're at the Straw Hat Pirates, okay? Yeah. That's a good point. That's why Zoro is my favorite ever. She- 
She puts up. I mean, I'm. I'm Zoro's probably my second favorite non-Luffy because let's be real here, everyone loves Luffy. So like, if I told my my favorite favorite. Luffy, my favorite is Brooke. I I I have to love Brooke. No, Zoro's the best ever. I love him. Everything he does is amazing. He can do no wrong. He's so funny. Every even his like bad habits are adorable. You're not gonna get me saying anything bad about Zoro. Zoro was my favorite until I met Brooke. So. Uh, he's the OG of he is the, the OG the he's the S- first one that joined the crew H that was the poor attempt at sounding cool <laughs> now I'm just like thinking of the pirate rap oh, <laughs> oh no that that's uh, actually a fairly catchy intro somehow you know the guy who, who did it has done a new version with additional verses now Ooh. wait he did oh my god send that to me please send I have to see me. this it's a it's a little different musically. He he does I guess you might say like a more modern rap. I'm sad because there was a video on YouTube that was like, what if uh, four kids got through Water Seven and they had a Frankie dub and it was hilarious, but it got taken down. Oh, I remember, oh, I remember that. that it's gone though. I've looked for it everywhere and I cannot find it. If you made that video, please find a way to put it back online. It was amazing. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Man, we have gone. We have gone into the tangents on tangents on tangents today. <laughs> the I tangents so... upon tangents upon tangents. I am so it's sorry. It's more or less tsunami-ish related. Yeah, well, yes, yes, I mean, they piece, were yeah. all tsunami-ish related. Uh, yeah. So, you know, speaking of tsunami, if you hadn't heard, and I know we mentioned it on the podcast before, but uh, this upcoming week. There will be two DC animated films to celebrate DC fandom Ninja. after the uh, second Ninja. to last episode Ninja. of Vina. So first up, we have Batman Ninja, which Ninja. is from the director who did the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure openings, the, the CG ones. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. And after that, it is Under the Red Hood, which is a darn good animated film. So Batman Ninja is batman isekai ha yeah (laughs) i mean you're not wrong batman and his rogues gallery get transported to ancient japan where his rogues gallery have all become feudal lords and taken territories and now they're in a big war and batman gets to do ninja and samurai type things and fight them as best he can and like kind of form a resistance with his crew. And eventually there's giant robots because why not? Because of because, course. This sounds anime. amazing. I never saw it before, but I need to see this. Need I've it. had people try Pretty to get rad. me to watch it. So it's something that I've, uh, it's on my to see list. I've watched like the first 10 minutes of it, but I never get around to finishing it for some reason. So huh. good excuse now. There yeah. You, you want anime Catwoman? You mm-hmm. want anime Catwoman. Heck yeah, I want anime Catwoman. Why wouldn't no, I? I do. You know what mm-hmm. I really want to say anime Poison Ivy. I want anime oh. Harley Quinn. No. No, there's one Poison Ivy and she was Harley's best friend. She was. She was her bestie and it was they, awesome. They are. They are they are best friends. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batman Ninja is a whole lot of spectacle. It's not the best storyline, but it's fun and stupid and Enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Also, Tony Hale's the Joker. Interesting choice. Mm. Interesting choice. And if you're legal, enjoy with a cocktail because what it sounds <laughs> like, it needs a cocktail. 
It, it does sound like probably kind of you sit there and go, huh, okay. Now, the perfect ninja double feature with this would have been, of course, Batman versus the TMNC, but there's oh, probably... That would have been great. <laughs> probably that I need to see. That'll, like, hit us. Really oh, good. my gosh. That's one I can... wanted to see, but, again, I'm bad at movies. We could do a whole thing, like, a whole, like, like fans versus fan, like, a fun fans versus fan things. I know whose side I'd be on, and it wouldn't be on sketches, unfortunately, for once. Uh-oh. I'm not Ooh. sure which sketch would be on, but I know which one I'm on. I know what side schedule be. I will be on the Ninja Turtle side. Then we exactly. are on the same side. No, I would not be on that side. I am all on, all in on the B-Lord, Turtle of Mania. Leonardo took down Rajagul. Okay, B-Lord, he did. B-Lord. Wait, I have to pick a side. Yes. D- Turtles or Batman? Batman? I'd go Batman just because I'm yes. not the hugest TMNT fan. I like TMNT, yes. but I don't have much of a connection to it. I mean, I, I love both properties quite a bit, but the TMNT are just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, Batman I grew up watching Batman man, stuff, he's so... A man who's I grew up with both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a really good movie. It, uh, it's it got lots of homages to the old Ninja Turtles cartoon and also, Ooh. like, other things, like um, uh, references to other movies. And then... Uh, it's interesting because Batman is kind of not like any previous Batman incarnation in particular. It's just kind of an am- amalgamation of such. And so are the turtles. The turtles are, are you. You'd pretty- almost have to because they both have had so many incarnations. It's like yeah, exactly. Pick? It is more or less based on the comic run that IDW did, Makes but sense. it's still kind of its own thing. It 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 uses some of the story and then deviates a bit. But it's it's really good. It's really good. Nicely animated. It's surprisingly violent, and it actually aired on Nicktoons Network at ah. some point. Edits, but they like edited out the blood, but not the gush noise. <laughs> That's uh interesting. Yes, it is, is interesting. I still interesting. have that on my Sling DVR just because oh I'm like gosh. this is memorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems like something that should be preserved. Yeah, sort of like blue Mr. Popo. Oh, blue oh, Mr. Popo. Popo blew my mind. <laughs> it looks so bad. It was no, so no, terrible. it didn't. It's like it did. It looked so. It was like it wasn't even just blue. It was like oh, bright, yeah. blue. really yeah. bright blue. Like if it was just a dark blue, that probably would have been worked. okay. That might have worked. But no, so what it was does, like what if almost the neon. Just filled in blue. Yeah. Basically, like he's neon. blue, but he ever die. But if you think that's the weirdest edit on the on the like the broadcast TV version of DBZ Kai that was on Toon's Eye and and Four Kids uh, and uh, the Vortex, that version like the opening would edit out the dragon. Wow. Oh, why, I remember why, that. Edit out the why dragon. Would, why would you? It, it, it's in the name. Why would you do that? I don't think uh, there was Blue Popo on the Nicktoons one. There that's wasn't. Toons Eye reference, oh, by the good. way. That's good. Toons Eye. They, th- well, they, they were a thing. That was they a were thing. thing. That and was for those of you who haven't heard it yet, we did a podcast on mm-hmm. other action. I actually really liked stuff. Vortex because they were playing a bunch of shows that were... They were like they were playing Justice League Unlimited. They were playing Spectacular Spider-Man, Transformers Prime, oh, like good, good shows yeah. that hadn't aired outside of cable. So 
well, some of Spider-Man did, but yeah, it was like, oh, this is cool. Plus they had the rest of Kai, which didn't finish on Toon's Eye, no matter how many times they replayed. <laughs> Ripped television blocks for kids on broadcast. Yes, Saban tried. They tried to keep it going, but eventually they too were kicked out by educational programming. Yeah, I think it dropped off the four kids blocks after like uh, CW four kids. Fair enough. Yeah, like after uh, there was no more Yu-Gi-Oh GX, I uh, lost all motivation. Yeah. Alas, Saturday morning cartoons is a thing of the past. Not really, actually. Cartoon Network premieres shows on Saturday mornings. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like Young Justice. So does Disney. No, I'm talking about like now. Oh, now. Yeah, like that's fair enough. I first run episodes of uh, Jellystone and Teen Titans Go and various other shows Saturday mornings on Cartoon Network outside of Adult Swim doing anything other than Teen Titans Go. So I will have to keep that in mind. Well, they keep up with all Cartoon Network shows like just through streaming now. They got, well, they got their whole Cartonito kids block, uh, preschool block. That, that is true. I did, I did hear about that. And that eats up most of the time that they were otherwise using to rerun Gumball and Teen Titans Go. Yeah. But what did Cartoon Network do when they got the 8 p.m. hour back? More Gumball. I mean, hey, you can't get enough of Gumball. Gumball's good. Well, yeah, I do, you know, there's going to be a Gumball movie, like and then, like, a reboot? Uh, Gumball. Yeah. The they're going to Jojify Gumball. It's going to, like, the universe is going to blow up or something. Something like that. So I Gumball's going to get really swole and scream ora, ora, ora at you? Yeah, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing for Gumball. Gumball is, like... It's a very strange show, but I like it's, it. It's a trip. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fairly revision-y. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the other movie, uh, Under the Red Hood, which uh, ties back to one of the previous Robins, a rather uh, infamous Robin, <laughs> but also uh, the Red Hood's just kind of a compelling character. This guy that oh, shows Jason up is Bob. like, all right, I'm going to become a crime lord and run things the way I want to. And so Batman, sure now. you're... You're not going to be able to get in my way because I know how to defeat you. Yes. I'm ashamed uh, to say I've never watched Under the Red Hood. I haven't seen it either, but I know exactly what the story that it's covering is. Yeah, same. Yeah. And if you're uh, a fan of Supernatural, uh, what's what's his name plays Red Hood in that? Oh, gosh. Well... I forget which one of the brothers it is, actually. Jensen Ackles? Is it Jensen Ackles? That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, Yeah. looks like it. Uh, I think Jensen Ackles is playing Batman in an animated film. Oh, he's got the right voice. He's got the right voice for it. He's he's a good pick. Perhaps. Perhaps. He's got a lot of range from from what I remember from Supernatural, so I think he could do it. I think Neil Patrick Harris is um, Dick Grayson in this movie. Wow. Yep. I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah, oh, he's a great Dick Grayson. And uh, Bruce Greenwood is Batman in this, which was the same guy who did it in Young Justice. That was okay. Great. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's cool to see uh, this one guy kind of 
upend the criminal underworlds and be a good foil to Batman. Plus, of course, there's, you know, all of the baggage that comes with that. So it's it's a very compelling story. It's honestly one of my favorite animated Batman movies, at least of the post-DCAU ones. And I have not seen them, so I will be live tweeting as I watch. Ooh, for once. There you go. I'm seeing a lot of people being like, oh, it's not starting until like two. I don't know. I was like, it's good. It's worth watching. You should you should tune in if you can. Or like DVR it to watch later. Do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to sleep until 4 a.m. most nights, so I might as well watch it. Yo. <laughs> Same. Might as well watch a good Batman movie. And if you stick around after that, you can watch the new Rick and Morty anime short because there's Just another one. Sleep. Ooh. Sleep Ooh. is overrated. Sleep is overrated. <laughs> Speaking of sleeping overrated, they're going to come up on um, Daylight Savings Time Fall Back. wonder what they're going to do for that hour. Why Why is this still a thing? Uh, it shouldn't be. I, I do wonder about that. I blame farmers. I blame <laughs> jerks, because when I lived in it Colorado, we voted to get anymore. rid of it. And then we got rid of it for a few years, and then they just brought it right back without a vote. It was fun. I was very A hundred years ago, like literally this was from pre-World War One. the farmer stuff mattered about that the time change. But now it really doesn't. There's no need for this. And also, for those of you that know, don't know, every year, every congressional year, Congress introduces a new law to get rid of daylight savings time and no one will get it through committee. So I'm just saying this is a thing we can overcome. We can overcome if this. If you force like angry force your representatives to push it through committee. And there's so good yeah, reason to. The, the, the fatalities on this day are legitimately higher. There's there's good reason to get rid of there's it. There's a lot of good reason to do it. Mostly because it inconveniences me. And well, that's yes. That's, that's the real reason. That's, but, the, that's real the real reason. reason. But, you know, we that's can, we can, uh, we can look more, exactly. more magnanimous. Just so we that. all know. <laughs> yeah. no. But seriously. Ish. Goodness. Not really. We're yeah. not being serious. We're never yeah. serious here. Not <laughs> particularly. I mean, I do like getting that extra hour. I, I like that, but I hate losing that hour. But it would it's never, it your would mind, never matter because it'd be time is time. It doesn't matter, Sketch. Time is just a construct. <laughs> yeah, just get in a TARDIS. You'll be fine. Plus, it's on a weekend anyways. It's like, yeah, that's not the time of day that I need it. <laughs> B-Lord wishes that he could just like add an hour to the day whenever <laughs> Which we, I we just need to buy B-Lord and Enertron I do respect that because when I'm staring at my watch and I'm saying oh I need to get to sleep or I'm not going to get even six hours of sleep I sure would like another hour at that point <laughs> I feel that mm, don't we all V-Lord's like, huh, six hours. <laughs> I've been averaging like two to three hours lately. It's not it's, fun. Uh, that's that is odd. not good. Just, How are you wait. alive? That is a good just question, wait. V-Lord. If you more birthdays, you're not going to be able to pull that off anymore. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, yeah once, uh, once you get a little older, you ain't going to be able to pull that off anymore. I remember those days. I remember. I mean, the bride says I'm only in grad school for one year. So once I get that degree, I'm free. I can sleep like, again. He's like, just pump it, pump it out, pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. I can do it. <laughs> I can uh, 
we wish you your best in your future endeavors. We do. Absolutely. Thank you, my friends. <laughs> just don't die in the process. No promises. Though it'll probably just be from bookshelf. Mm. <laughs> and you, you can sleep on your manga, I guess. You That's how I'll die, though. The manga will pile on me like, suffocate me. That's <laughs> true. That's a problem. Hmm. Those berserk volumes are really heavy. <laughs> see, that's why you put them on the bottom. They're the base of your bed, do you see? Okay, good point. I'll put the Demon Slayer on top. That, well, I mean, how could you not? Oh, oh my. And then you've got Onosuke on top. Yeah, true. Onosuke makes everything better. Hmm. Well... All right, we're taking bets. Is Demon Slayer going to get simuldubbed, and will it be on Toonami shortly oh, after? Oh, God, I would love for it to be, but I don't think it will be. Um, it will definitely be on Toonami. I, I got no question there. Well, it's not getting snatched up by Netflix, so that's a good sign. The first episode was on Funimation and Crunchyroll, so there's that. Yeah, they're sharing now. Jujutsu Kaisen's on both. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's almost like they're, they're, they, almost... They, they got bought out, just as if. Just I'm as afraid as to as say as anything as on this topic because I was the one that was advocating really hardcore for the movie, and then the movie blew up, and it was like, now we know we're never going to get it on Toonami. So, like, I don't want to say anything because the opposite will happen. I mean, so now I'm just going to hold... Movie, yeah, they're, they're, the they're, show's they're... just yeah. recapping the movie. Yeah, so you're going to be fine. Yeah. It's just not the same. Well, no, it's like True. literally the same animation. They're just adding things to and yeah. so they can They're adding apart. new animation, probably for like transitional scenes. And the first episode's but, entirely new. And I'm I'm gonna, gonna, you know this better than I do. Doesn't the wouldn't season two cover more chapters than the movie does, We Lord? I mean, so the first seven episodes are going to be a recut of the movie. Okay, like Attack then, on Titan was. But yeah, so the first seven episodes will be that, and then the other likely like 11 to 12 episodes will be new material. Okay. Entertainment District Arc. Oh yeah, here we go. So it will cover more than the film, but the early portions are literally just the film cut into 20-minute chunks. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why we haven't got a schedule update. They're making a deal with uh, Anaplex to get that dub faster. Is a theory that would be nice. I uh, wouldn't count on that, but it'd be nice. See, uh, Andaplex has been uh, more diligent with getting shows dubbed quickly in recent years, despite the pandemic. Now, they didn't do that with Demon Slayer, they kind of waited until it ended and then, well, at least partway through it before they started dubbing it. And but now. It's kind of like the biggest card in their deck, so I kind of feel like they're gonna, you know, get that ball rolling, get that train rolling right there. Yeah, just remember, nothing bad happens on that train. And uh, technically, like six episodes of the first seven's already dubbed. Kind (laughs) of, sort of, but they're gonna have new things to put in there, so it's gonna be weird. Since there's like I, new I scenes, wonder... I don't think they can just use the old audio because they have I, to resync everything. I would be really shocked if they use the same audio. Yeah, mm. they'll probably re-record everything. I wonder if um, you know, more more actors now recording at home make it easier for people working at home in these studios make it easier or harder to do these simul dubs. 
that actually is the real question because if they're it's still, still implementing, much harder. Yeah. Okay. So if, if they're still implementing this pandemic, um, the, the some of the pandemic, uh, 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 um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, shit. From uh, recording. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been faster well, on some of since they did that yeah, versus that before, then, but it's still way slower than if, it was before the pandemic. If they are still implementing uh, rules for recording that are pandemic era ones, then then I think it is unlikely we will have a quote unquote simuldub. However, if they're able to get people in studio and and not just and I don't mean re- people who are recording, I mean writers as well then perhaps th- there may be some some more flexibility with that. But either way, I would I would tell fans just to be a little patient. We'll probably get it eventually. It's going to be great. So just be a little patient. I'm going to be patient. I really want to see it, though, but I'll be patient. I mean, if I'm making a bet on when it'll show up on Tanami, probably April at the latest. Really? That's pretty soon. I was I would think like late summer. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking April, May. Okay. I really, I, I, you know, we don't know if they have like first right to refusal on Demon Slayer. We have no idea. Uh, Bet you a six pack of cider on that. The Lord. It's a real, it's it's a real hot commodity right now. So that might play a factor. It's I going think, to Netflix. No, I, oh, I, I, I think at the very least that Anaplex and Funimation will. Get it over to Bang Zoom and try to dub it as soon as they can. And Bang Zoom has been doing simul dubs. They did Yashihime. They did some other Anaplex shows. So it's possible. I don't think it's going to be like same date or anything, but maybe a month, maybe even less. I could see that. Yeah, I that, mean, most that's of the, definitely like, a possibility. Most of the Bang Zoom dubs, even for like uh, Crunchyroll, have been like pretty consistent. Like they come out like weekly. Yeah, yeah. unlike Funimation. Unlike Funimation. Yeah. Like, Six pack here's of episode cider one. Two summer. weeks later, here's episode two. Maybe episode three. <laughs> also, Carl, I'll head. take you up on that cider bat. Yes. Let's do this. You heard it here, Toonami faithful Bet listeners. We have a bet going. <laughs> Yeah, I at the results. But Anaplex, they have they have been pretty diligent with that stuff. And like I said, Demon Slayer is like the biggest thing they have this season. So the biggest thing between Anaplex and Funimation. So I and technically also Crunchyroll. <laughs> so I think it, they're probably going to you know, do whatever they can to make sure that that's dubbing pretty soon. Not immediately but soon. i could i could see it by end of year and i can definitely see that that's a very safe bet laser very safe of you whether or not tsunami can have it soon after that's anyone's guess but it certainly could be a possibility we shall see there's lots of openings anybody want to <laughs> throw out there Hopes, dreams, expectations. Megalobox season two. No, my I... hopes and dreams would, would be either re-slime, or I'm actually going to go there and say um, the the uh, Saints Powers Omnipotent because I, I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. I, I'm not expecting it, but I would I would absolutely love that. 
not quite done dubbing it yet, so... No, no, they're not. I want either something I haven't heard of and haven't seen, or I want them to dig back into the past and pick something like fantasy, like Rage of Bahamut, you know? that Oops. Those are my two hopes. I mean, my hope is one. always going to be Tiger and Bunny, but it's not going to happen. I will continue to hope for Tiger and Bunny, and I will continue to hope for Blood Blockade Battlefront. Fabian yes! Really good yeah, me trailers. too. Yep, I, I, I know Amperin would would go bouncing off walls for that one as well. So perfect for Tsunami. Just Jason, I still have only watched the first four episodes in the hopes that I'll see it on Toonami. Just so you know, I'm waiting, just in case. And I'm telling you guys, it's we're going to get Mob Season 2. It's going to happen. It's going to get that. We also need the, the rest of uh, Assassination Classroom. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's a yeah, my ass class. real can, safe bet. You know what? Yeah, I could do the ass class. I accidentally... I don't know if I told you this. I told Sketch this when I was finishing up watching the last part of it, the Season 1. I accidentally... Um, didn't record it correctly because it because the time was on and I had things to do so I went online to my subscription and went and found it and I didn't check which season I watched so I I was watching season two oh, no. the three episodes that I missed and like it didn't realize it until halfway through the second of the episode but by then I had to finish it because it was like if you've watched it it's kind of a little mini arc uh-huh. and I was like I was like wait a minute and this there, this doesn't make sense. There's a character here I don't know, and all this other stuff, and and it in was, terms it was of just recommending, really amusing. I texted Sketch, and I was like, "Wait, I just figured out I've been watching season two instead of season one." In terms what? of recommending stuff that like went under the radar, decadence. Oh yeah, would be good. Yeah, I I would love to see some of these shows that really like barely made a blip on the radar show up on Toonami because people can actually you know notice them. There's a yeah. lot of good, good Very ones. Very nice. Are... It would be an interesting conversation sometime. There's good Decadence, ones. Sapari Ronmon. Uh, let's see. Like, <laughs> I really liked this uh, Tonkotsu Ramen's. Oh, gosh. Was that the whole full, full title? That sounds a little familiar to me. I know which one you're talking about. What was... uh, gosh, what was the real? What was the whole title? Yeah, it's a good it's a good show. It's a big one that I got into that like no one talks about. It's Knights and Magic. I've heard of Knights and Magic. It was fun, and there's only one season. It's on my list. Knights and Magic is on my list. I I loved it to pieces. So so this is what I do every season when they pull out new anime and they do the trailers. I go through all the trailers. Um, you, you know, both fall and spring winter etc and then i write down on a list every one that i think is interesting and then i put them on my list to watch later so like i have a list about 50 something long of these (laughs) (laughs) and i always think like most of these are the ones that i haven't seen yet you know when i when i see them i take it off obviously but my point is anything that's on that list that's why i haven't named any i have to pull it up and that's obnoxious but anything that's on list on that list i would have happily see on toonami some of them are mm. about 10 years old. I think like the I'm biggest not... one for me would probably be like Boogie Pop and the oh. ultimate pipe dream is someone dubbing Thunderbolt Fantasy. <laughs> 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 and then people would be like, wait, is this Woolen Warriors? And we go, no, 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 no. We don't say that in this household. No. You brought the puppetry up. was done by the same company, but it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, the puppetry in Wooden Warriors was not bad. It was just badly dubbed. Well, yeah, true. Yuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oof. Wait, I, I've realized what I should have recommended, and that's Kimono Jihan. Oh, oh yeah. Kimono good, Jihan. Good, good I choice. haven't seen it. God, I, I could spend all day thinking about all this stuff. This there's, sort of thing. There's so many good shows they could air. Are. They really need to. Here, here's the perfect show to pair with Blade Runner Black Lotus. Akudama Drive. Oh, yes. that would be perfect. Uh, no Gun's Life on top of that, and you got Cyberpunk uh, Heaven. Ooh. I want to yeah. see an idol show on Toonami. That's what I want to see. We have never done Zombie one. Land Saga. Yes. <laughs> Bring Franz Shoshu to Toonami. Uh, I still need that. That's one if they picked up, I would watch because I haven't actually watched it yet. I just know it by reputation. I mean, really, the idol show that most belongs on Toonami is a Macross show. <laughs> well, uh, obviously. Yes. Gosh. That, duh. That, would, that would do it. But, you know. But similarly to Macross, where's that Yamato? Come on. Oh, yeah, yes. The recent Yamato shows they, were quite well, good. they were interested in it at some point. They have lots of opportunity right now where they could do some pretty creative stuff. So there's a lot of people just like, okay, what are you going to do? Is it going to be good? I just know Jason's sitting there because he they already have this all planned out probably three years in advance, and he's just listening to this probably laughing his ass off. Like, I would if not be you, surprised. If only you three, if you four knew what was coming. And then, you know, four months from now, we're going to be like, oh, my God. He's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is, I don't but... know. They picked up Yashihime. Stop! No. I, I mean, every once in a while they pick up stuff that makes me roll my eyes, but that's okay because not everything's for everyone. Now, if we want some of the, if we want an inspired choice, Nichijo. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And you, to be fair, there are people that like Yashihibe. I don't know any, but they exist somehow. I, I mean, I like it. on paper, Yashihime sounds like a safe bet, but it's like I would have understood it more if they like ground floor got on Yashihime, but they waited until they knew what that show was like and they still picked it up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> okay, that might be... Um, they they probably didn't pay that much attention to what the show's like, honestly. But Honestly, probably not. I mean, there have been shows on Toonami where I've just been what, why, and that just it happens. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Tokyo Ghoul will always be at the top of that list for me. For me, right well, it's actually in fairness be... to Tokyo Ghoul, people did ask for that one. That's yeah, true. unfortunately. I... Unfortunately. You would think <laughs> for me it'd be stuck. Pop Team Epic. And we all have to live with that sketch. Not my thing. We all have to live with that. For me, it's Michiko and Hachin because it went nowhere. Yo, there's a Wait, new version what? of Pop Team Wait. Epic. Wait. Yeah, with new voices and everything. Really? Did you just say Michiko and Hachin? What? I did. I did say what? that. Blazer, what? you're making me sad. Tea on I what? liked it until it didn't go anywhere. Blasphemy. Uh, Blazer, I'm, go I'm to the kind, corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there the with him there because even though I felt... concept. It's really well animated. It's got gay characters and they don't do anything with it. I think it has a satisfying enough ending, but... Towards the end, it really just pitters out. I'm gonna have I could to agree. Uh, the ending's not 
terrible. I can deal with it. But yes, it, mm-hmm. it definitely peters out towards the end. And it, do, it does amazing setup and not great payoff. That's my See, problem. That's with the it. problem. You guys are spoiled by explosive <laughs> endings and you expect explosive endings to every it, show. I wasn't I don't expecting explosive, explosive endings. Sometimes petering out is just how the story is meant to be. That's why I think the the ending is is good for what it is. Yes. Now the ending, I don't actually have a problem with it. I I was trying to go where I was going with it, but sketching nailed on the head. It just towards the end, it just kind of putters along, and I got bored. Yes. I'd say the weakest part for me was just the middle. I like the final like little bit. Yeah, the middle yeah. is definitely the weakest point. Well, the, yeah, definitely. I didn't mean to. But I'm still glad Tsunami played it because it was different and people. Yeah, no, I'm people, fine with that. I just seem like, to like it. So the point I was trying to make is not every show is going to be for everyone. And for me, that was a show that wasn't necessarily for me, but I'm glad it was there for people who it was for. That was what I was trying to say. Fair it fills enough. the Sayo Yamamoto void that we will never get filled again because we can't get Fujikobi Day. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, Discotech yeah. picked it up, maybe. It's never going to happen. It's because of the nudity, though, Laser. Oh, yeah. Never mind. You're right. Speaking of Lupin, I did watch the episode zero of part six. After years and years of basically never watching Lupin in Japanese, yes. I was like, well, this is different. Fun fact, the actress who plays Fujiko in Japanese Lupin is also the same actress who plays Shinon in uh, uh, in, uh, SAO. So Michelle Ruff playing both is brilliant. There you go. Fun how that works out sometimes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's very fun. Sort of great how Colleen Klingenbeard is both Kid Gohan and Luffy because Masako Nozawa. Well, actually, no, never mind. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, nope. I was making the Dragon Ball connection, but not the voice actor connection. I'm nope, smart. sorry, that's I not literally how that was mid sentence. I'm like, wait, no, wrong. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Krillin. <laughs> yes, I am. Or which Mayumi Tanaka is is Krillin and Luffy, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, Fuchiko's uh, Seiyu is also a Catherine in Space Dandy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just... I am the smart, you guys. I'm going to go sit over in the smart <laughs> corner and cry. But yeah, it was it was weird to watch Lupin in Japanese. But, you know, I don't know when that dub's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're getting a, a dub of part dub. one before a dub of part six. That's, dub. Please, that's weird. But, please I keep mean, the that's right cast, Sentai. I'm that's, begging you, please. TMS doing... What TMS wants to do? Yeah, I mean, God, imagine a full dub of Part One. That's I actually want to see it. I will actually buy that. I am not even kidding. Same Part One is awesome. I have to say, Lupin as a as an anime character in these different parts has evolved so much. Like, I feel like it'd be a disservice for him for us to go backwards, especially on, on Toonami. Like. I, I wrote about this, about how, you know, the the Miyazaki-style influence for the, 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 the more PG version of them did so well in Toonami. And then we had the next season, which was like a meet in the middle of his racier side versus his PG side. And I thought that was a really nice, happy medium. So, like, I don't want to, I really don't want to go back where, like, he's an evolving character we don't need it to, to go back to like the nudity. I'm not sorry. Let me rephrase. 
it, it it's a disservice to how the character has changed in animation to go back to the raciness and the nudity and everything to then you know where he's at now which is he's still an anti-hero but he's a different anti-hero than he was when he was created so mm-hmm. i, I want to see i, I kind of disagree with that because part of the i knew you would Lupin. i knew you would but that's just my opinion <laughs> But, like, part of the beauty of Lupin, like, from my perspective, is that there is no static interpretation. Even in the original manga, they constantly joke about how Lupin has no consistent characterization or continuity. Oh, and, I agree with that. I agree with that part. Yeah. And even right now, like, technically, there's still two active interpretations of Lupin. There's yeah. the kind of the mainline parts, and there's the Takeshi Koike film series that's still going. So I think it's fine to have these different takes, and I think that's kind of the cool thing about Lupin. Like, even part six, it seems like it's not going to be trying to solely be just a part five sequel. It's going to be doing its own thing. Part six seems to want to, based on the the teasing, it's almost like trying to to justify the two different takes. It'd be interesting. So I find that interesting. Mm -hmm. In the end, like, his... What inspired the character is consistent. It's just, it's just, um, you know, like I said, he's an evolving character. I, I love the anti-hero concept. Um, I just don't need it to be constantly about sex. I need it to be about story and character too. So that's why I liked part five and, and part four so much because it, it went in a different direction with that. In ter- for my opinion, obviously, I'm just one person, but but I wasn't distracted by all the fan service. I got to see it was still sexy. It was just, you know, there was something else there, too. I mean, I'm I right there with you in terms of part four and part five are probably my favorite interpretations of Lupin, but yeah. I can still appreciate the other ones. Um, I, I, I got into Lupin with part two, so... Eh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, from my perspective, like, I think there's still value in dubbing part one. Mm-hmm. Simply because it is still a classic series, and Honestly, it's not that racy outside of, like, the initial episodes before uh, Miyazaki and Takahata took over directing it. Mm-hmm. In my dream world, Hall of it gets dubbed. I want all of Lupin dubbed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, that'd be really nice. God, that second half of part two. I want that second that half now. of part two. I-, I would even be okay if they redubbed the first half. Um, the same cast, obviously, but with, with a more accurate script, although I'd also be okay if they didn't. It's just That's jarring for me after where I've seen Lupin now. It's a bit jarring for me to go back to what he was then. I think that's what I'm getting to. I can, I can understand hmm, that. that. Um, I would just say, you know, you take it in as what it was and you use it for the context of where they, they re, you know, adapt. Re, adapt's not the right word, but reinterpret. And you can see the roots. And for me, going back and seeing the roots is interesting. It, yeah. it is. It is, of course. I don't deny that. I think I think it is with, with Lupin, of course, it's always a matter of personal taste. So everybody who, who, who likes it and watches it will go there for different reasons. Um, I think it's because because I'm so attached to the inspiration behind the series that I I and then when I started watching the series, I was already after he had had the Miyazaki influence. So by that point, I had had my own um, idea of what I liked in the character and what I didn't want to see after I researched like behind it. So I, I, I didn't, for me, I, I don't really want to go back, but I'm not saying that 
we shouldn't or other people shouldn't. It's just a, a personal view. You know, I, I want to keep moving forward with where he is now with his balance between between the little bit of vulgarity, but also his his um, classical anti-hero. I'm persona. with you on that for for future interpretations. Um, yeah. I've had conversations with V-Lord about my experiences with Fujiko Mine, uh, and I just could not get past that show just not being what I expected out of Lupin. And I might give it another chance in the future, now that's going back into print and everything, because it's it's a piece of Lupin. I just couldn't get into it because it wasn't what I wanted out of Lupin. She so loves it so from. much, <laughs> and now I might have to see it at some... I, I have it on my list. I've never seen it for the re- for reasons I've stated already. But because he loves it so much, it makes me think, like, maybe I should need to watch That's it just so I can relate to you on that level. <laughs> Fujiko Mini is, like is in, like, its own little world in Lupin. I yeah. tried oh, yeah. to watch it when it showed up <laughs> on Funimation years ago. Because I was like, hey, more Lupin! I love Lupin Part 2. What is this? I'm sad. Why is this so different? I'm so confused! Yeah, I mean, like, I've been going through all the Lupin specials lately. And one thing I find real fascinating is that every director-writer duo has their own view of what Lupin represents. Mm -hmm. And it's like seeing like a different part of Lupin every single time. And I think that's what also the TV series and like even Fujiko Mine do. It's what that team feels is important to Lupin and what they want to like make unique about it. And I think like especially in those first three parts, as much as people like to group that as kind of just nostalgia Lupin, they're all very different. Part two is more heist focused. Part three is more about the wacky over the top antics. And part one starts out with the more kind of like grittiness and like slight wackiness of the manga and then goes into that more kind of like stoic gentleman thief thing that we see in like Castle of Cagliostro. Mm -hmm. So it's all really fascinating to go through. And even if there's one part of Lupin that you prefer, I think it's still worth going through it all just to see that like evolution and like different perspective on the character. I love the gentleman thief trope though. I'm right there. With mm-hmm. Always been a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's classic. It also kind of sounds like there's a Lupin for everybody. There, there really is. is. For everybody. There are also some really bad Lupons out there. Ooh. <laughs> and there are some Lupons for nobody. Ooh. Yeah. I would not recommend... Uh, I think it's called Siberia with Love. It's the one where Lupin has to go to Russia. Oh, no. It's not very good. Oh, boy. Wasn't that one of the ones that Funimation dubbed a long time ago? They dubbed a I lot think that them. was Alcatraz Connection, maybe? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well. Wow. So this we talk, podcast. We got a uh, side of Shenmue and side of everything else. <laughs> yep. Yep. We sure, sure did. Previews uh, with a side of random tsunami. Yes. Yes. Very much so. But uh, to, <laughs> to, kind of, to, to kind of wrap that up. Um, yeah. Uh, even though Sentai has the the streaming rights, I don't think Lupin's off the table for tsunami going forward. Well, they work with Sentai. We'll see. I'm happy we keep to see talking a part about six, Sentai, yes. and it's like 
When was when was the last time we had a Sentai show on Toonami? I mean, Food Wars is still on Toonami. True. Yeah, but like, Food Wars is on a couple different streaming services, so they were pretty free and easy with sharing that. Well, and Food Wars is also a complicated mix it's after like season two. It's like Crunchyroll Master License, Sentai Sublicense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, so, it's, it's a bit, yeah. So that doesn't count. <laughs> It counts. They have to get the dub from some. I mean, they at the very least, Food Wars season one and two were fully Sentai at that still, as far as I know. Yeah, it's true. That that would still count. But there has been the theory that they may have actually worked with Crunchyroll to get that onto Toonami. Could be. No, no idea. No idea. Yeah, but they've certainly be. worked with Sentai before, and you know. You know, Demarco wants more Lupons. So, oh, well, yeah. usually, even so, when Lupons are licensed, TMS is still heavily involved. Yeah, I think they probably go through TMS for the other ones, anyways. They did. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, Food Wars is the irrational number of uh, Sentai shows on Toonami. It doesn't quite fit in with the other the other group. Well, I mean, the other group is literally a Kamiga Kill and Parasite. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's my point. That's what should be the basis for Sentai shows on Sentai. Sentai, give us more stuff. Please, please, please. Give on us Tsunami. stuff that's on better Tsunami. than Ushio and Tora, bring it to us. Yes, it's, please. It's time for Ushio and Tora. Uh, give give us an excuse for uh, Sakaki and I to rave about Fujita <laughs> on uh, the podcast. I don't buy DVDs, so I only watch things digitally. So you just have to share some some little nuggets. Or you with could us. go on you know? high dive. I do that sometimes. High dive does have a lot of shows that you might not think to watch. I got one again just for Lupin. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Fair I'll enough. Have something else on there. I had that introductory price is like three ninety nine a month. I'm just gonna let it ride. Nice. <laughs> It's a good deal. That's a good deal. That is a really good deal. Holy crap! I was only using them previously through through Verve, and now that's gone. So yeah, no, I I would I would do like whenever they do like promotional stuff, I'll come come and 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 dip my toe in the water and then leave again because again I have a mortgage to pay. <laughs> oh, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, it was convenient having High Dive through Verve, but God, the Roku. Oh, the Verve, Verve for the high dive section oh. is super buggy. I know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the Verve app in me. Mm. It's no good. Mm-mm. When the Funimation app does better than you. Tying back to previous conversations on this podcast, my package has been delayed again. No. <laughs> no. What? Supposedly tomorrow, but that's what they said yesterday. And no, the day that's before. so. That's just that hurts me in my soul. It now hurts you... because I know what's in that package, and I've been playing Metroid Dread like crazy. You poor man, you my Metroid, you monsters! <laughs> Sketch, you... just watch my Switch OLED arrive before Metroid Dread. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, here's here's the funny thing. Okay, I have two copies of Metroid Dread coming. One is that one, which was a pre-order. Now, granted, it was within the week that it was being released, but it shipped out on Wednesday last week. Should be able to get there by Friday or Saturday. I that is plenty of freaking time. That is plenty okay. of time. I have no idea, but I don't. We're way. Y'all slow, ever heard but... of on track? On I've track? heard of them before. Yeah. On time for less. 
On no. time. Never <laughs> on time, except for we're oh, not. I, you're, you are making me glad I bought it digitally. Any, yeah, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm this close. Oh, so I'm no. eventually probably going to give this other copy to a friend of mine who will definitely appreciate it because I got in on a sneaky buy of the limited edition recently. Oh, I'm jealous of that. I wanted so that. That's thing supposed so to show up on Thursday. And at this rate, I think that's going to get here first. And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> mm. why even pre-order Best Buy? <laughs> I could have gone to Walmart today and bought it for $10 less. Oh, my God. Uh, I would Ouch. probably yell at Best Buy at this point. I, yeah. I feel like they owe you at least a refund of your shipping. I Well... I'm pretty sure I wasn't charged anything for shipping. Oh, so. well, then then you've got your refund. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's exactly how that works. That's exactly how that works. Okay. I don't know. I don't. You, look, I work in the service industry. I don't like to make a stink over these no, sorts of I things. No, I understand that, too. Like, how many times are you going to tell me that it's not today? I work for the government, and that's pretty much far for the oh, course. Man. Let's just put so, it this way: I worked at a toys for three years. I, I try to be nice to retail people because I've been there. Yeah, but like, what what the heck is even happening? I don't understand. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any kind of alert that there's a situation. So, I'd almost but, say contact these on track people and see what their deal is. I might, because trying to get through Best Buy customer service has not been useful so far. Mm. Not that I could do much other than complain. But I digress. I am very annoyed at this situation. And I'm also I annoyed have... that Toonami's schedule isn't out yet. Toonami, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing? They just want to make things harder for you. They really do. They really Well, they're either starting a new show to replace Black Clover or they're doubling something up or pulling some other... We're starting Black Clover over from the beginning. What makes no, it's gonna be more Dragon Ball Super. That's that's like my happy place when I can watch two episodes at once. I like it when they double up. Probably gonna be Food Wars if they do that. But I mean, it's not the first time they've doubled up Food Wars, is it? No, it's not because they doubled it up before um, Harley Quinn. But they also could double up Yashihime and finish that a little sooner. Because they're probably going to get season two. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Which recently started airing, and I imagine Bang Zoom will probably start dubbing that soon. Because they were pretty on top of it in the first season, though they did start like six weeks after the Japanese broadcast. Yeah. Or at least that's when it came out. I don't know how long it took them to actually dub it. They were, they were, they were pulling off some miracles, to be sure. So, patience is entirely understandable. But, theoretically, Toonami could finish right around the time they have started dubbing Season 2. Maybe. We can hope. We, we shall see. We shall see. But this podcast has gone on plenty long enough. But if uh, anybody was like, man, these guys are all business lately. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast for 
you. One hour podcast where we go off on tangents. Just a little bit of news and a whole lot of verbal diarrhea. (laughs) Hashtag tsunami tangent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you ever wonder what it looks like after a podcast, now you know. Now you know. That is exactly on point. That's that's when we're finished recording, this is how we talk. (laughs) And knowing is half the battle. (laughs) (laughs) yeah this this is a post podcast at this point but you can email us at podcast at tunamifaithful.com and follow us on facebook.com backslash tunamifaithfulpodcast and on twitter at tunamipodcast you can listen to the podcast on just about everything including itunes google music spotify and amazon you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can also check out all the episodes of the FennaCast. And we recently sat down for an interview with Brittany Cox, the voice of Fenna. And you do not want to miss that one. It is very no, good. It is. You can get the latest news by following at Tsunami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews at TsunamiFaithful.com. And you can subscribe to the Tsunami Faithful Pass at Patreon.com backslash Tsunami Faithful. And when you do that, you get exclusive access to extended clips from CJ's recent, not-so-recent documentary. It was like a year ago at this point. I always say, why do I always say recent? It's not recent anymore. You got used to saying it before when it came out. You are correct. It is a habit. It is Pavlov. (laughs) Or something like that. But well, yeah, if you enjoyed the interviews on CJ's documentary, What Toonami Means to Me, you'll really enjoy the extended ones that, you know, have all the stuff that were cut out for time because it was already an hour and a half and these interviews were far longer. <laughs> so good stuff there. He releases one of those, I think, every month. So constant stream of entertainment that way. And, uh, yeah, that's all the stuff. But, yeah, I really hope people are checking out the FennaCast. It's been fun talking about Fenna every other week. And now we'll be doing some bonus episodes with uh, other interviews. We'll see what we can pull together for that. Of course, we had the one with Brittany Cox, which was so delightful. She was just great. You guys should definitely listen to it. And, uh... And there's no spoilers, at least up to episode nine of Fena. So there you go. And they're on episode 10, which means there'll be another episode of that recording soon. Oh, boy. I'm going to try to get CJ on that one. Like extra soon. Yeah, super, super soon. Like literally tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. I mean, normally I would probably have recorded it already this week to try and get it out uh, sooner. But, uh schedules <laughs> what you gonna do and the train is here hooray the, the, the secret guest member no, nothing ever nothing bad ever happens on a train <laughs> i'm so sorry i've infected you with my stupid joke yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> oh no now... something bad happened on the train the Okay, that's a police siren over where I am. Oh, no. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, okay. B-Lord, they're come for your manga. <laughs> Apparently. They know what you've been reading. That 
was such perfect timing. It, it really was. Better. Nothing better than the trade. Anyway. Oh my. Oh my. All right. Oh, Laser, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. Uh, you can find my articles here on Toonami Faithful, of course. And uh, you can find me on the Dumbweeds podcast and pretty regularly on the Demon Slayer podcast again. Great. And Vlord, where can they find you? Yeah, um, people can find me on Twitter at VlordGTZ. And then I do uh, occasional writing for all-comma.com as well as the Tsunami Faithful website. So you can check out all that over there. And then I do a bunch of podcasts. Uh, the Demon Slayer podcast is the big one on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast. Uh, we're covering season two right now. So if you were watching season two, uh, give our new episodes a listen. And uh, I also have the Dumb Weebs podcast, like Laser mentioned, at Dumb Weebs Pod. Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod. And then Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy. All right. And Kuro, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Happy Kuro Kitty. And I, I should say that technically I host another podcast, but we've been on a bit of a sabbatical because we're all ladies with other uh, obligations. So we've had to, to put it a bit on hold. But we have an exciting episode coming up. So please stay tuned. And you can find me at the Tanami Faithful website, writing editorials, as well as tweeting this Saturday for the uh, Batman Ninja. Really excited about it. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do yeah, it. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast and uh, any of the other episodes that you've listened to. And we hope that you will join us again. And until then, we're punching out. Peace.